good defense. Lead pass. Oh, stop it! Stop it! So much stats out. Can you record me, please? Because oh. <laughs> Julian, record me. <laughs> record. Hey, is this camera on me? <laughs> is this camera on me? Charlemagne, oh. we, are we live? <laughs> we live. In the street we in the live. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baby mom and baby dads, NBA fans across the whole earth. Damn. Welcome to another episode of Take It to the Rim podcast with myself, <laughs> Rods, aka Let's Go Maps, <laughs> <laughs> aka Joe Sight is a war criminal, <laughs> aka Sean Marks needs to be packed and shipped in a box to New Zealand, <laughs> aka KD Gone, Kyrie. Byrie, <laughs> aka NBA trendline is <laughs> is a mazzoline, aka <laughs> listen. Damn. Look, don't even know what's going on here. No yeah. idea. It's been a mazzoline, hmm. yeah, and I'm not here alone. I'm not here alone. I'm here with Clipper Cam. What's got good, rid, got rid of the wall called John. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we got LA Jules. You snooze, you lose, Ross. <laughs> wait, 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 Ross. Nope, take the bus. <laughs> Where to Utah? Ah. <laughs> 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 said he's taking the bus. Straight segregation and racism. <laughs> oh One way trip. Ouch. Pat Bev, that camera. Yeah, take the pictures in, in Orlando. Yeah, Disneyland. All right, cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! Listen, NBA trade night, trade deadline day. It's just a mazzoline. But before we get into that, we gotta talk about a special guy. Very special. A goat. <laughs> <laughs> We got this guy. <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't just do that. <laughs> I'm done. That's with him so much. I'm done. Man. <laughs> what? You sound like an angry uncle. Bro. Yeah, because that goat is a goat of all goats who go at the goat. <laughs> is he defo number one? If he's not your number one, slit your wrist. <laughs> it's crazy. Because this guy... Is not one. <laughs> he is the one. <laughs> All-time NBA leading scorer. He passed Kareem. Skyhook. <laughs> He's passed Kareem. And how did... Do you know what, yeah? MJ fans are going to get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. Because the way he did it, the move he done to go past Kareem was a fadeaway. Mm. So everyone's like, inspired by MJ. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was just a correct shot at the time. I'm sure if he was able to be in transition and get that point in his signature Statue of Liberty dunk, he would have done that. Yeah? In fact, he was going to take the piss and do it on a skyhook, but he said, nah. I'm 
gonna be a I'm gonna be a good guy. I'm gonna just I'm gonna do this to show that MJ, I've gone past you, but mm. you're still my guy in it. So I'll do the fade away, so you don't fade away. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. LeBron James. If he's not your goat, then you're following sheep's. <laughs> That's all I can say because <laughs> this guy, greatest player of all time, has to be. Has to be. Like he's fourth in assist, all time, all time, ninth in steals, mm-hmm. all time, and he's a ninth in freeze, all time. Hmm. Which is crazy. That's crazy for someone who's not sure. By the way, <laughs> just Alleg- to say, allegedly, someone who's not a scorer, because when they talk about the greatest scorers, his name doesn't come up. Mm-hmm. He's a pass first guy. He's a pass. KD said something, which was probably the truth, but everyone was kind of gone away with all the passing. Where KD said, "Ron is a scorer that can pass." So he's always been a scorer. Facts. He's always been able to put the ball through the hoop. But the, uh, his ability to find teammates and make the right play and make the right passes and do the passes that people don't even expect, mm-hmm. that overshadowed his scoring ability. The guy's coming to the league 25-7-7. Bron. 27-7-7 now. 27-7-7 Ever since he started uh, going on this run this year, his career average went up. Fam. I think it was 26-7-7. It's now 27-7-7. That's crazy. Let, let, let me go. Let me go. Because I've been saying this brother was the GOAT for years. Okay? You know what? People People's might say it was fighting. premature. <laughs> That's fine. I don't mind if it was premature, big man. Because we're here now. We're here now and we're speaking facts and truth. Number one all-time in scoring, like Rod said. Number four all-time in assists. And before it's all said and done, he's gonna be, he's gonna be eclipsing forty thousand points, which is something that no one ever thought they'd ever be able to do. Something they'd ever ever thought they'd be able to do. Okay. Let's let's speak facts for for a second, yeah. This brother came in the league at eighteen years old. Eighteen years of age, and had the expectations. Oh, I, I, I've everyone's seen the clip now of the interviewer saying to him, mm-hmm. "If you are anything less than a Hall of Famer, you, you you've been a bust. You, you you haven't lived up to the expectation." Which, what did my guy do? That's mad. What did he do? Hmm. LeBron might have been a Hall of Famer if LeBron retired after the first ten years of his career. He would have been a Hall of Famer. But he said, Facts. "Let me give you another ten for a minute. Hang on, hold that. Twenty years in the game, four championships, number one all time in scoring, and." When we talk about guys who have bags and how skilled they are, let's not sleep on the fact that everyone says this guy's a pass first forward, as Rod said. Hmm. But that's, listen, he's a scorer. He's number five all time in scoring average, by the way. Number five all time. And the two guys in front of him, KD and I can't remember who it is, Elgin Baylor, both average the exact same amount of points. It's just a point something afterwards. They're all on 27 point something. So, yes, he's fifth. Yes, he's fifth. But, my guy, understand this This guy scores points. <laughs> he gets buckets. <laughs> and he's been getting buckets for 20 years. years. Do you know how long 20 years is? I want some of you to like deep what you were doing 20 years ago. 
deep it. Because me, I was eating school dinners. <laughs> Infant school times, bro. That's the potato smileys. Bro, I was a young pup, turkey twizzlers. No, like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I was a pup in this game. Are you crazy? So, 20, 20 years on, yeah, I, I don't think anyone can say to me that this guy isn't the GOAT. And I've we've had debates about it many a time, about the other guy, about Mike. And you know what? I respect the fact that Michael's there to be a pioneer for the game. He took it to a level that people didn't think he could ever get to. But when LeBron came into this league in o, in o 03, with all the pressure on him, and like I said, the expectation, you cannot tell me he has not lived up to it and surpassed it. Because my guy said Hall of Famer. He didn't say multiple champion, multiple MVP. He, he didn't say number one all-time in scoring. He didn't say number four all-time in assists. He didn't say anything like that. He's exceeded every form of expectation you put in front of him. So how is that not the goal? Tell me, please. Tell me. Honestly, and on top of that, the league allowed Jordan to grow into Ooh. what he was. Mm. They, they, they wanted him to grow into what he was. Literally, LeBron from high school Adversity. is like, yo, you have to be that guy, you know. Mm-hmm. You have no choice but to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Imagine, you're 18. And this is what you're hearing. Imagine now some of you, think about you're 18 years old and someone says to you, if you are not that guy and don't finish a Hall of Famer in this life or amongst people that even know you, mm-hmm. you failed. Most of you will be on cocaine right now. 100%. <laughs> let's, let's, talk, let's, let's talk about that. Let's, let's go off court for a second as well. What he's done for the game of basketball is something well. next level. What he's done for the community as well. The fact that this guy has had zero scandals in 20 years in the NBA. Um, I, I can't name a single person who can say that. Honestly, he's never really gotten in trouble. I say really, he's never gotten in trouble. He's a family man. He set a great example to a lot of young kids coming up. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of guys in the league now that will say that he's the GOAT and that you know they look up to <laughs> LeBron. I just feel like, give him his flowers when it's due. When, when, we're, when we're in this game, when he was playing against OKC... I saw I saw clips of his son's recording it, bro. Um, yeah. Like deep the fact that his son is eighteen years old watching his dad break the all time scoring records, and in the next couple of years he's expected to be in the league as well, isn't it? Like these these are memories that will be out there forever. In in my eyes, I've never seen anyone as good as a basketball player as LeBron James, because he'll give you twenty seven, but he'll also give you eight, nine. 10 assists on any given night, 7 as an average, plus he's rebounding as well. People have said things like, oh, LeBron doesn't defend anymore, whatever. But I, I see hella guys scared to go to the basket when he's hanging around. When they know that he's he's trailing them, because if, if we're being honest, LeBron slightly made the chase down famous as well. Mm-hmm. LeBron was pinning basketballs off the backboards on a regular basis for years, bro. So put some respect on my guy's name. I think he has five um, all-NBA first-team defences. I think so. I hmm. believe so. Five all-defensive first-team uh, awards that LeBron has. So when we talk about basketball players, because a lot of guys will give Jordan the pass saying that he's the better scorer. Yes, he had the better career scoring average. Oh, six, six, actually. Six, sorry. Apologies. Apologies, Brian, bro. I, I sold you short on that one. But yeah, people will say that Jordan had, you know, the higher career points per game average. Um, 
or that he's a better defender or whatever. But you cannot tell me that LeBron is not the best all-round basketball player in that's ever, ever played the game of basketball. I mean, I'm, I've got a lot to say in it. And there was one thing I was reading and I wanted to touch on your point about LeBron has had three, if not four, Hall of Fame careers. And there was a, I saw a lot of analogies as to why this was the case. And they broke down his Cavalier stint and what he averaged and what he did and the fact he got to he took a team of that magnitude that far team of that arsonist like they were horrible and for them to get where LeBron managed to get them to even have a fighting chance Mm -hmm. at his age was ridiculous he made Ilgauskas and Mo Williams all-stars like crazy like please tell me if any of you guys remember who they are if they are We'll give you a crisp, bro. <laughs> and his second stint is is really where people arguably we don't even know if this guy has a prime because look at him. Where they say you, he's possibly prime, LeBron was in Miami. Yeah, he won what two chips there. He got to multiple finals. He got an MVP. He led the league in scoring twice or once, maybe from right in that time. Yeah, one scoring championship. One scoring championship. So that was in Miami. Mm-hmm. And when you break down, obviously, everything around it, when it was what he was averaging, that was his career highest average over his duration and, and stint-wise. Um, but when you're looking at field goal percentages and everything, we're all talking early 50s, mid 50s. His third Hall of... Um, yeah, his third Hall of Fame career, we're looking at his return to Cleveland. You touched on that, mm. the legendary block and what he did. What he did there alone to get that franchise their first ever chip. Bro. And within the time you're seeing him going up against a 73 and 19 coming back in that magnitude. And you look, you can't hide the fact that they got KD and they were overpowered. But however, and I will hands down say this with chest, one of the finest games I've ever watched of basketball was a LeBron James 51 point near enough triple-double in the game one loss to the fakest Golden State team I've ever seen. Where J.R. Smith decided to say, I'm going to fuck this shit up for you. That is one of the finest performances I've ever seen by a single human being in sports, bro. And I watch a lot of sports. I love tennis. I love football. I love NFL. I love I love basketball, obviously. I love golf. I love swimming. I've watched the Olympics. I've watched Usain Bowen. I could talk about any sport, but we're talking about none of the finest performances I've ever seen in defeat. That is right up there. Really right up there. Then, he now transcends Lakers. I've spoken about one, two, three Hall of Fame careers. I'm not talking about another one. And he's at the Lakers. He's now he's won another chip. He's with AD. This guy, he's not part of the slumpness and the way Lakers are, have been bad and not made playoff. It's not on him. And the thing is, people try to say it's him. I remember in our first season, when LeBron was on us and he got injured, he people tried to pin it and say it's LeBron, and then the next day he came back and won a chip. He won a chip in a in a bubble, and people like to say the haters will say, "Oh, it's a bubble." bubble. What the what the fuck could That's you catch? Like there was no playing field. It was level. It was hard. It was isolated. There's beat what's in front of you. there is nothing Literally. there, bro. You are you are in a cage, and all that shows no way that out. the guys who actually love the game of basketball. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who played. The ones who've been there for a check. That's what exposed. Bro, you you can't do anything. You can't see your family. You can't leave that vicinity, bro. You are in a cage. On top of that, even when before they got AD, 
when LeBron was at the Lakers, before he went down with um, that injury, I think it was a groin injury, they were like fourth in the West. We were up. We were doing well, but once he went, that was it. So we all knew that. And then the next year... With young pups. He wins a chip, COVID. The year after, and this is why I have immense respect for this guy, bro. The year Kobe died was the the game when he actually went third in the all-time scoring. Kobe witnessed that before he passed. Yeah. And you, that same season, bring home a chip. In the same season. To LA. To LA. Mm. Knowing that Kobe has passed and the amount of pressure and expectation even more for you to deliver that chip just for Kobe. And you do it in a bubble, which takes even more mental sacrifice. And we've had a whole pandemic. Mm. It's mental toughness. Mental toughness. Because there's, like I said to you, when you're in a vicinity where it's a bubble... These home and away games, there's no difference. It is literally man v man, mental v mental. It's one basketball court arena. There is no advantage. There's no, you're traveling and you got these fans that will do something to you. You got you're in your home. There's no comfort. Mm. Everyone's out of their comfort zone. You can't even see your family. You can't eat your regular food or do your re- real your workouts or have your trainers there that you want. You can get slapped in the series and see the guy who bust your... In the corridor. Yeah. Fam. Like he cooked your team and he's walking past a plate of food. <laughs> same time tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, literally, <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> like, literally, same time tomorrow. I know Jamal Murray and uh, <laughs> Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell were doing that shit, man. I know they were. Same time tomorrow, same yeah, nothing. Yeah, but to to just kind of close out everything, this guy has now come back, you know, and passed that. Not made the playoffs, or whatever. But he's averaged thirty point one points last season. At, yeah, at thirty-seven. At thirty-seven, okay. and decides to turn thirty-eight, and decides to even up it. Mm. You know, I'm bored. I'm thirty-eight years old. I'm just gonna up it. You know, no thirty-eight-year-old has scored anything near to what he's done. And I'll read out a couple stats for the people please because please please. Mm. Slap them. Slap my name is Matthew Noor. Um, so <laughs> Abdul Jabbar <laughs> played twenty seasons. Obviously, his last fourteen was for the Lakers. He used 1,560 games to score 3,837 points. James passed him in 1,410 games. That is 140 less games. 140 less games than someone we have rightly said has one of the, if not the, greatest careers careers Mm -hmm. and one of the most unguardable shots of all time. That skyhook is impossible. Mm Yeah? Yeah. You have to also remember this big stat and hold the camera on this one. Yeah? For the first 773 games of LeBron's career, there was no three-point shot. Zero. There was no three-point shot. You mean Kareem's career? No, LeBron's. That's what they said. What? That's what they said. As in he... It's the stat. That's not true. It's the stat. It's not true. It's the stat. It's not true there. It's the stat. Okay, no, man. Yeah, I, I think it's Kareem. I'll allow you. I'll allow you. <laughs> Cut the camera. 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 Bleepers, bleepers. Bleepers. But I'll be honest, and you look at it, and it's like the, the bucket that gave Kareem to overtake, obviously, I think it was Magic or someone at the time. I don't know who it was. But nobody at the time thought this would get broken. Oh, yeah, 100%. Because it was such a... Like, what it takes is longevity mm-hmm. and absolute consistency. 100%. And people talk about MJ, and he's 
with LeBron, arguably the greatest of all time. He record, he he led. I think he had ten scoring titles, mm-hmm. and even he still couldn't get close. He couldn't. He couldn't play the years, man. Because that's what it's about. Yeah. So man, them have to understand what LeBron has done is rare, and whether or not there's players in this league, I think there's one or two possibly that could get somewhere near. But breaking it is another story. I think. I think as as you say, I just want to jump on that quickly. As you say, in terms of players that who could do it, I think Luca is someone who could do it, but I don't think he's going to play twenty years in the league. Um, Giannis is another person that could potentially do it, but he his first like three four years in the league, he wasn't scoring enough points, so his career average probably ain't that great. It's it's tough. Like you for for you to put up those kind of points, you have to come in the league. Because remember, LeBron averaged twenty in his first season in the NBA, so that's kind of the benchmark that you have to meet to even be in a conversation of even doing this. And then average 27 for the rest of your career. But I think the big thing I have here with what LeBron has done, and I think people don't like to take advantage, is the fact, like you've, you alluded to, that this guy is a pass-first player. If if the opportunities obviously are given, he will make the correct pass. He makes the right basketball play. And he he's someone that is fourth in assist, total assistant points. Look at his playoff stats. He leads, he's number one in playoff points. Number one in total points. He's the first player, to, I think, to have a series where he was the leader in points, rebounds, assists, everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was the series they beat the 79, 73 and 9 Warriors. Mm-hmm. Come back from 3-1. And you have to also understand, a lot of these teams have done all they can. Like You look at what Golden State had to do to just stop him. Yeah, they had to have virtually five, four to five All-Stars to beat one man, bruv, and Kyrie. Because people will be saying, oh, when's LeBron fan? It's very difficult to say because literally during the whole thing, people had to stack teams up mm-hmm. to take this guy. If that's not a prime, what is? Because people were making moves. Yeah. Moves. If there was no LeBron, there would be no 08 Celtics Championship. I'm, I'm so convinced because they, they wouldn't have needed to put that team together. together. They wouldn't have needed to. Now, I'll be honest, he, he, what he's done, I have to give him absolute props to be continuing at this level at his age. I mean, look, if I'm a Lakers, well, I am a Lakers fan, you just look at someone like that and there's always hope that you could do, because of his greatness, you can never really count the man Everything out. Is possible. Like, he's so great, like, it's still hard to look beyond him. Obviously, the team that's constructed will talk about trades and that in a moment, but... You, you just can't because you just know his greatness. Like he could deliver at his age and still drop a, a 50-point triple-double. If like He could actually do it which in a playoff game. 40-point triple-double. Like the guy, since he turned 38, has been averaging 35 points, bro. Like, what? It's crazy, man. But hmm. just to kind of put a nail in all this, LeBron James is a generational talent. Generational player. Player. Goat. He, goat. He's across the whole board. Literally a blueprint of how to be. Mm. On and off the court. Mm. Literally. That's literally. The, all these other young players should be looking at that because a lot of these young players, they've got the skill and the talent, yes, 100%. but they ain't got no IQ. 100%. It's just crossovers, dunks, Dances, handshakes, and shoe deals. <laughs> um, that's quite brutal, bro. <laughs> no, 
Crush Crushes and brothers' dreams. Like the truth. That's the that's the real though. But LeBron, like in this, he's a blueprint in this league. He's greatness. And to obviously wrap up, I just want to say, um, Bun Cam Thomas. That's not nice. How do we go from LeBron to Bun Cam? Because he was, he's in company with LeBron as the youngest player to score back to back um, boy points. points. Mm. I understand you're Kobe fan. There's a lot of people who are Kobe fans. LeBron's a Kobe fan too. You know, people who are. That's like, that's great. But if it was close, I would have been more happy. I hear that. I understand you was mentored by Kyrie as well, Kobe. I, I understand that, but you have done you're in amazing company. Like the guy's number one scoring all time, and you can get mentioned with him. You better tighten them braids and pattern up, bro, and oh and, and, and sing sing praise, bro. What's <laughs> going on? I just want to say that about Cam Thomas, bro. But yeah, no. Overall, other than that, LeBron. Well done to LeBron for. Yeah, let's fuck it up. Go, 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 go. Yeah, man. So, moving on swiftly. Oh, it's Pete now. NBA trade deadline is the greatest thing in sports history. You can't tell me not. Because something always happens. Like, no matter what it is, something always happens. And it's been a mazzoline. So, we'll start off with, um, we'll start off with uh, two guys who, you know, um, escaped that trap house that they call the Brooklyn Nets. Bando, Bando! Bando, Brooklyn. Eyes beat. We have the deep, like, okay. Wait, I'm gonna... wait, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Just to, just to clarify. Because you're speaking about the team like that's not your team, and I just want clarity on the situation. Yeah, I think the fans need to know what's going on. Like we need, we we're need a bit confused. I, I personally, me, I'm a confused person, and I need mm-hmm. clarity on everything. Can uh, you're currently a Brooklyn fan, so how, how why are you talking um, about who? Huh? So uh, what? W- w- you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, bro. No, I got traded. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see you on the World Report. What's going on here? I, I didn't see you. you no shams, no woes, no That's breaking That's why I got a Zoom with NBA League because obviously like <laughs> a few, <laughs> few Mazzalines happened, didn't it? So, so yeah, I got, trade, I got traded too. Okay. Like I said, I, I ain't going to hide from it. When it comes to this NBA thing, uh-huh. I, I'm a hoe. <laughs> 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 because I am bouncing around. <laughs> Pause. Pause. Pause, yeah. But to say it straight, yeah, whatever I said there, don't worry about that. But <laughs> I got traded too. Yeah, right, right. to where? Ah, where are you? <laughs> where am I? <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> where am I? <laughs> I'm out there with number two and seventy-seven. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't Ooh, like Luca. That's what I'm saying. What, says you. you? What do you mean? Says I, don't I, like I never said I don't like Luca. Hmm? Yes. Mm-hmm. I yes. just said yes. The ball, he bounces the ball, <laughs> the air. Yeah, a bit, but a bit. <laughs> okay, a lot. Okay, but like I was, like I always said, mm-hmm. Luca didn't have another person that he really trust on that team mm-hmm. who's proven. Because obviously, I Jalen Brunson cool. Yeah, he's a bucket. Is that? But mm, you know what I mean. Yeah, he got Porzingis, but his career injuries. You know, you'd have called. I had all the potential, but just hasn't lived up completely to it but now you have someone who 
has a better handle than you, who can shoot just as well as good as you and can make tough, if not tougher shots than you, who has proven as one of the most lethal game-winning shots in NBA history, mm-hmm. that is your teammate. You don't trust him, especially with the season that he's having as well. Did you see that boy yeah, on the Mavs? <laughs> that yeah. game, by the way, is against your 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 your, your clip clips here. <laughs> they got clips. Clip, clip, your clippers, your clippers got clipped. <laughs> we didn't have electricity. The barbershop was closed. <laughs> <laughs> Run out of power, man. Yeah. The ball movement, the off-ball movement, the way the team—it looked like they had chemistry already. The way they were it was because it's not easy to make a debut against a team like that who has two of the top five two-way players in the league. Obviously, Luka didn't play, but yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. But it's just to show because those that's like flashes of when Luka is resting or goes off, that's what you can run now. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah. That's what you can run now, so you saw that. But to yeah, outline everything, to the point. so Dallas received Kyrie Irving and Markeith Morris. Mm-hmm. Nets got Spencer Dimwitty, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first round pick and two second round picks, in one in 2027 and one in 2029. Mm-hmm. So hearing this, mm. what are your thoughts who won the trade? So, I, I think it's very evident that the Mavs won that trade. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's a question because Brooklyn were in a lose-lose situation yep. because they have had all of this season to trade Kyrie Evan, but instead they chose to wait right up until the week of the trade deadline mm-hmm. when, not necessarily that his value would be at the lowest, but teams are... are you'd hope to be more desperate. But it, do- it doesn't seem like... that. Dallas didn't really ha- seem like they had to give up much. Understand Kyrie's an expiring contract, which is, me- which is why he wasn't going for like a, a two or three uh, first-round draft pick like package like everyone else mm-hmm. has been going for. But most teams understand that Kyrie wants a long-term deal and he's, he's pretty willing to not go anywhere, but anywhere that could has you know potential to get to a, a finals or, or, a ty- or even a, the... the the NBA championship, I think, I think he'd be willing to go to, but they're not, they're not gonna miss what they gave up, are they? Like sending nope. Spencer back to to Brooklyn, I think the Nets did well to get him out of it. To be honest, I thought they were gonna move him, but they haven't, do- they haven't done that. Um, but then, like Dorian Finney-Smith, yes, he's the best defender in Dallas, but is he gonna be the reason you win an NBA championship? No, Kyrie Irving could definitely be the the reason you win an NBA championship. 100%. We've seen him be the reason. When the, when when the cat or part of the reason at least when the when the Cavs went and, and won their won their title, he had a very very big shot mm-hmm. over uh, Steph Curry to essentially not ice the game, but you know put the Cavs up in a in a very pivotal position. Um, the picks, the one first round pick as well, it's light, man. Mm-hmm. And Dallas knew they Dallas were under a lot of pressure as well to put something around Luca. Yeah, like incredible amounts of pressure to put something about Luca around Luca. We've said in this podcast many times. You have there's a t- the second you draft a generational talent, there's a, the clock starts, and you know Luca got drafted when eighteen. Yeah. He's now five years into this is his fifth year in the league. You know the, the clock is this, that's yeah. a, it's, the clock is ticking. Obviously he's on his max contract, but 
I think in a couple of years, if they hadn't done this move and put some real talent around him, he would have had to start going to Mark Cuban and say, Mark, I think, it, I think it's time. I've given you an opportunity to do this. And yeah. the best players you put around me are Christian Woods and Chris Ups Paul Zingas. Through trade, anyway. You know, you can't tell me that's the best you could have done. So, great move from Dallas, getting themselves Kyrie. And right now, I think Kyrie is in, like, playing for a contract mode, which I think is the best Kyrie you can possibly ever see. Yeah. You know, that he, he's straight balling. No, no question about it. The only question I have is how are they going to play when they're together? But I've seen, we, we've seen, Kyrie, we know Kyrie can play with another great player. Yeah. We've seen him do it in Cleveland. We've seen him do it in, in the Nets as well now. So we know he can do it. It's about the other guy. It's about the other guy. Can you coexist? Because I said you couldn't coexist with a star. This is a superstar, if we're being honest. Can you coexist with another superstar? That's, and that's, that's where you've proved your point already. I mean, well, you've proved yourself wrong already okay. because you, like you just said there, yeah, he can't coexist with a star. Yes. Yeah, because yes. Luke is a superstar. Is Luca better than Kyrie? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, ask Michael, is Luca better than Kyrie? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. wait. Let's not try and put my guys against each other, yeah? <laughs> let's, let's relax. Let's relax. Yes. We're not starting a war at home. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> we just put the bricks together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Add another star, it's like, okay, cool. But we all know Luca's, if not a superstar already, he's. I'm not, I'm not gonna question what because the superstar okay yeah yeah he's cool 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 just a, I'm just making sure that we're all on the same terms yeah, 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 yeah. He's a superstar. Superstar. so when you put a star next to him it's like bro which is super <laughs> <laughs> now you've got a superstar okay. next to you so now you become superstars okay. oh yeah gosh. open the door close the door you are not confused but I'll say look this yeah. they will be able to close this like you say mm-hmm. Kyrie has done it yeah yes. Is well accepted that it's Lucas' team. That's fine. That's completely fine. Right. Is gonna not saying it's gonna be exactly like playing yeah. with LeBron, but Luca, yeah. the way he plays in terms of his stats and how he fills out his you know stats, is LeBronesque. He could score. He could score twenty. James Harden, yes, yes, but he but he can be getting he can, he can easy get twenty five plus with but ten you know, rebounds. You know that's not it? what makes LeBron's game. LeBron's stats are not what makes LeBron's game. LeBron's but game. remember. With one thing that we said about Luca, which he will implement more now, is when's Luca's at his best? When he gets the rest of the team going early, right? Yeah. He's gonna get the rest of the team going early because he knows. I'll I'll be calm in this. Like, I'll still do my part. Yep. And score, but yep. I'll be distributing, con- contributing to the team, yeah. because now because I'm gonna be even more well rested in that yeah. second quarter. Yeah. It's gonna be a deadly day. Okay. He'll be able to pass because the thing okay. is. They're gonna send doubles to Luca. Yeah, yeah we know. He's six eight, able to see over a lot know, of doubles. That ball, guys, that ball's guys, gonna go. Yeah. The first two people's gonna go to mostly because the first one's gonna be Kyrie, mm-hmm. then maybe Tim Hardaway, or Christian if Wood. Christian Wood's there, then cool. Yeah. So if these Kyrie, Tim Hardaway, and Christian Wood, yeah, you already know any of those three guys can get, it and a bucket is gonna happen. Let, let me let me just because I don't want to spend too much time because we've got so much to go. Mm-hmm. But let me uno reverse you quickly. You said that Luca, we, we said Luca can't coexist with a star. You said because because he didn't have a superstar, now they're superstars. If you can't coexist with a star, how are you going to coexist with a superstar? Easy, he's proven. He has trust. He knows. He's happy. He's going. He's going to be able to because <laughs> Luca can let the ball go. But it's like now yeah. the team is yeah. filling even more together. Where hundred percent is is calm. So I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying that Luca. It was more of a thing where he more had to do it. 
Okay. If he deeped it, he had so, to because when he did, yeah. Ronaldo, what Dorian Finney-Smith ass cheeks. I, I, can't, I can't argue <laughs> yeah. these things. I Reggie Bullock, he did go missing. He's still there. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying He's that. Still there. No, he did go missing in that. But obviously, it's yeah. like, but now, it's different now where you can still double Luca and recover. Yeah. But you can't double Luca yeah. and Kyrie. No, of course. And recover. Of course. So it's going to be and. Just seeing the way, obviously, they flow through, they'll be able to... It's going to take work, of course, okay. but... Quickly, quickly, quickly. I've got, cause I've got to do... Yeah. So you go first, and I've got to do my... Because right. I've got a lot to talk about. Two very quick things. <coughs> One, the key emphasis on everything you said is that Luca's going to have to change the style of play he, he has. Yeah, obviously, right? he has to sacrifice. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, so just, just to establish, like we said, Luca was not going to win a championship playing the way of basketball he was going to now. He's going to have to change it now that he's got someone competent, and like, mm-hmm. I think competent, above competent, like someone who's a superstar who can actually, you know, play the game of basketball the, the right way and, and yeah. score in, in second. Um, in terms of um, Mavs' potential, I do think the Mavs can definitely make an NBA Finals because they made a conference finals last year mm-hmm. and now they have an additional piece to it. The only thing I want people to remember is Kyrie has not signed his an, an extension yet. It could happen by the time we finish recording this podcast. I'm just saying he hasn't signed an extension yet. And Brian Windhorst <laughs> was saying that the Suns was a was a destination for Kyrie. He tweeted so this after, after he, no, but he tweeted this after the trade, yes, saying that yes, yes. don't think the dust is not completely settled yet. Yes, on this season, but there's still Kyrie can still walk in the summer if he wants to. It's up to Kyrie if he signs an extension. So I'm just saying, keep conspiracy cam, keep your eyes on where that boy goes mm-hmm, at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But yes, yes. Let me touch on, uh, I've got a couple points here yeah. and I think it relates to, I think we want to talk about the differences in like his time with LeBron, possibly what compared to the usage rates and like, everything of Luca. So mm-hmm. we've got obviously Kyrie with LeBron. Um, so LeBron's usage rate was 28.3 versus Kyrie's 24.6. Um, that was back in like, the 2016-17 season and Doncic's average rate over the last two seasons is 36.5, which with Dinwiddie or Brunson next to him. You all know <coughs> Luca has one of the highest usage rates in the NBA. And obviously it bodes well for some elements of emphasis of the way Dallas plays. Sometimes it, people say it negates mm-hmm. some of his teammates. However, Doncic does actually make his guards look great. Um, that Dimwindee averaged 22.3 points per 100 possessions on 63.2% true shooting mm-hmm. with Doncic this season. Brunson averaged 31 points per 100 on 56% true shooting last season with Doncic. And then you have to also understand when you've got someone like Luke on the ball with you, mm-hmm. he draws attention. Mm-hmm. When you've got someone like Kyrie next to you, he draws attention. You can't draw attention to both. So he he will get his shots, open shots, and it's just down to Kyrie to make I mean, I'm only reason Kyrie won't make the shots is if he somehow suspends himself or he does something <laughs> crazy. If he's not there, that's it. That is it. And when you look at I've got a couple more more stats about like the the level of actual usage and <clears throat> minutes per game of the ball that Dinwiddie and Brunson have had. So Dinwiddie averaged um yeah, fifty-seven point five point seven sorry minutes per game with the ball in his hands, which is the second most often. Um, sorry, the third most often after Deontay Murray. 
and Brunson had the ball for 5.4 minutes per game last season, which was the fourth highest league-wide. So, as much as people talk about Luca's side of it, his guards tend to get a lot of the ball as well. Yep. Obviously, we all know Luca's usage rate is very high, but the ball also, his second star or his secondary person also gets the ball a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know this, and I think people, it's, very, it's a known factor, the fact that Dallas with Luca have the highest possession and points per 100 possessions. The NBA is 120.5. Without Doncic, it drops to the lowest at 108.9. And that's the reason they made the trade. Mm. They need to get that from that, that. That can't. That stark contrast is too bad. Yeah. That's a that's a, a 11, basically an 11 point contrast with one player being on the court. That is absolutely abysmal. So yeah. with Kyrie being there. That is definitely not going to be the case. And you talk about what they've lost. Like you said, it's not Kyrie. The Mavs definitely won that trade. They gave up essentially peanuts. The only only way Mavs would have lost that trade is like you said, if Kyrie doesn't sign. And if Kyrie doesn't sign, obviously the Mavs lose that because they've given away nothing. Everything for nothing, really. They did free up some cap either way, though. They did. But obviously, at the same time, you you could have got something. But but I just believe you got in life. You got to take risks, and it's it's a good risk to take. Yeah, it's true, man. It's true. So I think that will all all be fine. Usage rate won't have to be as high because someone can actually help carry. So he only needs to overwork himself. But yeah, um, Dallas definitely won that trade. Um, Let's see what happens with Kyrie. We'll see where we go next. Uh, (laughs) um, Moving on to the other side of Brooklyn too. This one rattled me because I was tired, but I woke up and saw this, then I was awake. I didn't need no alarm. This is all this is all I needed to see. <laughs> yeah. So what 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 did you see when you woke up? Can you tell us what you saw when you woke up, man? I woke up, I rubbed my eye, mm. I say, Ah, oh, let me check my phone. Okay. Mm. I checked my phone. I see Sons and I see Katie's name. I said, wait, maybe this is something else. I rubbed my eye again. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> and Katie went to the Suns, mm. and I said, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! This is not po- this is not possible." Like, I I shouted. I said, "Oh, <laughs> what?" Hmm. <laughs> so, to break it down, the trade, please. Easy money sniper. Yes. Yeah. Goes to the Sun with T.J. Ward, and the Suns. They gave. They sent to Brooklyn. Cal Bridges, Cam Johnson, mm-hmm. Jay Crowder, mm-hmm. um, four first round picks and, and a 2028 pick swap. That's insane. Do you know what, yeah? The Suns kept Christopher Emmanuel Paul because we still need to see what I've gone for him. Yeah. Devin, Devin Booker of and DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. Do you know how crazy that is? And they've added a top five all-time spot to their team. They've added, you know LeBron's number one in the NBA? Yeah. KD's the next active player in the NBA oh, yeah. in terms of points scoring. He's number yeah. 14 on the list. People have to understand that. Buckets. He's the fourth all-time highest scoring average player. Buckets. And the thing is, there's no, ah, oh, is there going to be enough? There's none of that with KD. He was able to do it in the Warriors. No, he was everywhere. No matter where he goes, the that's the thing with KD. He loves, bo- like, he loves yeah, basketball he and he knows how to play basketball. Mm. He won't force, 
he'll play his role. He'll play his role defensively. 100%. He has to facilitate and make passes out of doubles. He will. If he's to go and score and get a buck. Like, honestly, that's actually a perfect um, fit for him. Yeah. And the thing the thing that makes it better for, for KD anyway is that he's not in a situation where someone's given up shots, I don't think. Yeah, I oh, think 100%. When, we're, when we're being 100% honest about the situation, Phoenix needed another score. Yeah. You know, Mikel Bridges was chipping in, what, 15 a game or like 14 points something a game. Chris Paul does not score 10 points every single game he plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. DeAndre Ayton is very, very um, Up and down, yeah. inconsistent. The only person you can really guarantee buckets from is Devin Booker, and he's only just coming back from injury. So you're telling me now you put KD, who's, I think KD's averaging more than 27 this year, isn't he? I think he was close to 29 last time I checked it. So you're adding KD to Devin Booker, who's like a 25 to 27 point scorer um, any given year. Rip, like, apart from the fact that you've lost a two-way defender, two-way player, sorry, in Mikel Bridges, Phoenix are chilling, bro. And what are those draft picks really going to be worth to you at the end of the day? On top of that, KD defensively has really been stepping up as Bro, well. So he's still KD is a is a he's good, good two way player. Yeah, he can actually put like he's I, I not list as a, a good defender. Yeah, he's actually a good defender, and that's 100%. perimeter and interior. So 100%. Ex- I, all I'm saying is expect to see Phoenix make a, a better playoff run than they had than they did last year. That's that's what I'm saying. Nothing would be would make anyone happier to see Dallas and Phoenix run it back again. In because right now it probably wouldn't even be conference finals. It would probably have to be before the conference finals if they played. That could even be a first round matchup, you know. That's crazy. That's crazy. If if Phoenix, because Phoenix right now are already, I think seventh in the in the West, and I think Dallas are probably Dallas are fourth, fourth right? Dallas are fourth. So I'm if sure. Phoenix get to the fifth seed, then that's a first round matchup, locked in. Then you get to see KD Phoenix Kane. is actually fifth right now. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So that if their season ends today, they'd be playing each other in the first round of playoffs. Yep. So I'm talking about man. So that that's for me. For me, that's a, that's a, that's a great move from Phoenix getting themselves a player that they need. On the flip side, Bro- at least Brooklyn got draft capital. I would say though, you're getting it from a team who probably will not be a lottery team for the next three years. For the for the remainder of Kevin Durant's current contract, which is three years, I think. Yeah. Uh, or two, yeah, three years. Um, they're not going to be a lottery team. Like they, they just won't be. So I think you you need to look at those tw- that twenty seven and that twenty nine pickers. Alright, cool. That's where we're gonna start reaping the benefits of this trade. Obviously, you got Mikel Bridges, who I think they should have moved before the end of the trade deadline, which they chose not to, which is it's their business, whatever. But at one point they were saying they could get three first round picks for him. Why didn't you do that? Yeah, if they was in full rebuild mode, they should have. Hundred percent, because where you're at right now, you're you're a playing team. Yeah. You're yeah, a player. Literally, it, Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson's a restricted free agent, so they're gonna have to extend him if they want to keep him around next year. You've got twenty, between twenty and twenty-five million tied up in Mikel Bridges. You still got Ben the Bum on your team. I honestly, right now, yeah, when I think about the starting five for for Brooklyn, Ben, Seth Curry, um, Cam Thomas. No, Ben Dimwitty, um, because Cam Thomas still probably wouldn't start on that team unless he unless he unless they bring Dimwitty off the bench. Um, Mikel Bridges then you're going to start either one of Finney Smith or Cam Johnson probably Finney Smith great great defensive team by the way yeah great defensive team but if a a team manages to score 110 they're probably going to win win against them because I don't I don't think they're going to find it easy scoring unless somehow Cam Thomas now turns into the next I don't know what to call him a guy who just starts having 30 point games on a regular basis It's it's a lot 
It's a lot. But they got some assets back, so I think Brooklyn did all right. I like the fact they didn't wait to do, wait to do the trade though. Yeah, that's the thing. They didn't wait until the offseason. They said, "Fuck it, let's let's just wait." We've Kyrie's gone. They and I think you said it before we even start recording. The fact that teams were reluctant to make a move to to help uh, to help Brooklyn get better to stop them from being able to just hang on to KD and not really make any moves. They yeah. made it so that they had to move <coughs> Kevin Durant because they weren't able to get a second player to put to to pair with him. It's even true. though they had all of the draft picks and whatnot. So, Brooklyn are going to be hard to watch for a little bit. They're not terrible, but they're going to be hard to watch for a little bit. I just want to um, say this. I just want um, to just throw some things down here. Um, again, I just want to say Josiah is a war criminal. Uh-huh. Facts. <coughs> Absolute war criminal. Um, shocking owner. Uh, no, this is, this is your, this is, this is your nope, farewell. Nope. Farewell speech to the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> this ain't farewell speech. This is 64 bars of revenge. <laughs> <laughs> He's a war criminal. And Sean Marks is a tagpole. Yeah. <laughs> a tadpole? Yes. Why a tadpole? Because they don't need to be on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. What are them little frogs? Let me explain do? why. So, what do the tadpoles do to deserve this? We need to deep this. Yeah. He broke up a solid... They broke up a so solid Nets team. Yeah, facts. Yeah. In a trade for James Harden. Mm -hmm. In the space of 13 months, he has... In the space of 13 months, three trade requests. James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie. That is wild, actually. In the space of 13 months. Look, four. Kyrie's two. Twice. Yeah, yeah. Two for Kyrie. Two for yeah. And I reckon... Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Two if, for Kyrie, if, if yeah. K, if KD asked out this time as well, that's five. That's five. So, four even. Worse. <laughs> James Harden jumped out of the sinking ship. He saw it from early. Yeah, yeah. He saw it from early. And then you get Ben Simmons. Who ruined his team, by the way? He's the second. He's the did third. The he's the third or reason. Did Harden ruin the team. Harden I initiated it. it. Harden, Harden, no, Harden, Harden ruined the team. Harden, Harden, What Harden done was he. He pulled out the plug, but put a plaster no, over it. Harden ruined the team. Because yes, because he ruined it, but he tried to put a plaster no, over it. No, but, ben, he but he ruined it. Harden but ruined the team. The second you guys gave all of your your bench players, yeah. the team was ruined. So Harden ruined the team. It was ruined. But the results that year no, was there. But ruined he ruined it. Ben Simmons just sped up the process even more. Okay. Yeah. So he was a catalyst, I'll say. Catalyst. Yeah. And by the way, I just I, I wrote this down and I think it's so relevant. Ben Simmons has the offensive ability of a squirrel. What? <laughs> this what? so far. That that's what I'm seeing. Damn. Okay. Of a squirrel. Yeah, yes. That's very, very like he was no 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 no. it's not harsh because before he had a little spur of games of aggressiveness mm -hmm. the little fake i'm back on this thing mm -hmm. yeah he was arse cheating how can you be on a max contract and dropping zero points yeah that is despicable. you're averaging less he was averaging just like seven points despicable but you're dropping zero point and you're a max contract player it's not like you're, you're scoring zero points taking Bare shots. Yeah, you, you took four shots mm. and just didn't hit any of them and said, "Fuck it, I ain't doing this no more." Fam, it makes no sense. And then it's like they've done so much, yeah, in that Brooklyn team. They, mm. he, Sean Marks and Joseph have caused so much damage. They don't care about 
what's good to fit around players as well. They're not making certain moves. Like, we all knew they lacked size. Yeah? Yeah. They didn't address that problem at all. Yeah. They said it is what it is. Yeah? Like I said, and for on top of that, on the Ben Simmons thing, yeah? Like I said, he's been poor. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. But if he's not careful, yeah. if he's not careful, he will end up in China. Brother, I said this. If he's I not careful, this. this might be his last NBA contract. When, when you said this. When Andre was sitting right there. Yes, yes. Said, you yeah. said, and we, we bugged out. We said, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, it's not going to be that deep. But this could be his last <laughs> NBA contract if he's not careful. He's not looking good. We need to deep it. Sources. Not even just, you don't even need to have sources. Everybody knows. It was said out there publicly. He has no trade value. That's Can we deep it? You're a max player and you have no trade value. That is insane to hear. So I might as well get that job as a floor cleaner because I heard they're, they're earning peas. <laughs> they're, they're earning peas. They actually earn good money. To yeah. You, Fam, it's just, it's just been a disaster class. Everything's been destroyed. The big three era was a failed experiment. Like, quick, quick question, because I, I saw this on the thing. I love, love to know which Nets irrational rebuild was worse. The original one when they had Deron Williams and Brook Lopez, uh, and they went and got Joe Johnson, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. All them boys were way too old to be playing basketball or expected to do anything. Or this one with this one. Of course it is, right? Of course it's this one because that one they were old. Yeah, you can excuse. You can excuse it. This one has been a failed. All three of them were in their prime. Yeah, this one like they're all in their prime. The fact that the first season they was flying through and it it looked like oh this is this this is it this is theirs, and then you just completely destroy it, like it just yeah just makes. I I can't lie, seeing this end like this. It's like, you know when you watch a film and before the film you say it's going to be shit and you sit through and watch the film <laughs> and it's pure shit yeah, and you yeah. come out of the film and said, I knew I, I, I shouldn't have watched it because <laughs> that was bloody shit. That is what that was because I sat on camera and I put my name on the line. It was on the line, line, like that fine, fine line. And I said, this will fail. I... As someone who understands the game of basketball said they were in a great place. You did not need to trade. I hands down said that year they were going to win the chip. In my before opinion, the before the Harden trade, yeah. they I were going to win the I chip. I said this. This You traded for Harden and, and people online will say the opposite because obviously you've gained James Harden paired with KD and Kyrie. It looks ridiculous. Scoring, the points. Da-da-da. I said it won't work. I didn't say because of that because I said... Anyhow, there's issues around rebuilding mm. and actually getting the right pieces. I don't trust this Brooklyn Nets franchise or what I've been seeing with the coach at the time, obviously being Steve Nash and Joe Tsai and, and, and everything around it. That wasn't even a coach. That was just a man of a clipboard, though. And and even to me, <laughs> he was a man of a clipboard. <laughs> even to me, <laughs> like getting the coach you got now was far too late. It sums them up. Yeah. And the worst thing is it was working as well. <laughs> it this year was working, but I just feel they they bugged out again. Like you kind of like you have to understand sometimes in this NBA, like there is such a thing as player power, mm-hmm. and I feel like 
some of these GMs like to do the whole thing. We own this shit, or we are the bosses. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. There is a such thing called player superstar mm. player power. 100%. Yeah, and it happens. It's a real thing. When you've got Kyrie there saying, "Listen, this is what I want." If you genuinely believe that there's a chance in the future of trying to keep him and KD and just try and win a ring, do you do it? And if you don't, don't complain, bruv, with what you got, because this is what you wanted. The bare minimum was to sign to a deal where it matched the same time length as KD. Minimum. That's what I would have done. And it's like, all right, we are with these two. But then once you're saying no to Kyrie, there's no point keeping KD because you cannot pair him with enough talent for him to stay and him to warrant a stay. And I said it from the jump, and I'm happy it's worked out this way because... They, the Brooklyn Nets are shambles. Like people clown the opposite end, the Knicks, for being horrible for years and for some horrible decision-making mm. and banter them for everything, which yeah. they deserve because they're horrible fans. Their fans piss me off. Fans? Or, or, the franchise, everything. You talking about the Nets? No, no, the Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. But then the Nets across the road are equally as bad. Like you're both horrible. I don't know what they eat in Brooklyn and New York, but it's bad. You need to fix it and sort it out. Because, but oh, that was you last week. What do you mean, bro? You were a Nets fan last week. That was someone else. I, mean. I, I hate the way he's talking. Like, <laughs> he's just changed. Like, like he was is, never. This, this is this is messing with my head though. Because I'm listening to you and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, wait, nigga, that was that was you. Last week. You are him. Last week, that was you. Um, <laughs> not the fingers. <laughs> not these damn fingers, like bro. Like I said from the beginning. I'm here because of Gary. <laughs> yeah. Kyrie got traded on when? Saturday or Sunday? Kyrie hasn't been traded for a bit. It hasn't been a week. No, no, it hasn't. No, hasn't. So that was you before the trade. Because if Ka- the, the fact is, if Kyrie... That wasn't, no, that was If the me. Nets weren't moving silly, yeah, and didn't and w- agreed to say, you're not Kyrie, we're going to give you your money. You've you've shown us so far this season that you've shown up. Because... I'll be honest, the, the the issue with that whole situation is the fact that he did the whole COVID thing. I know that's the only problem, and obviously the year before that as well, when he was just not, not playing for not playing. But since he's come back from COVID, he's played, hasn't he? I mean, barring, barring the suspension this year. <laughs> yeah, but that's not on him. Well, that's, that, okay. that, yeah. no, that's not, that, yeah. No, no, I would say that isn't on him. I don't care it's what you say. Him. That's, that's yeah. not on him, innit? Mm. Like, he didn't say, I don't want to play. He was told he couldn't play. And who did he get suspended by? The Nets. Mm-hmm. It's not like the league suspended him. The Nets this is what him. I'm saying. So they didn't, they didn't they, back him. They now. were doing stuff... This is what I'm saying. Me, me, Kyrie, KD, we're just some Joe Joe Sai survivors. That's what we are. Yeah, because they were literally. It was. You think it was easy to sleep, being there? You think he was able to? But I had you on this podcast saying you're gonna win the chip. <laughs> like I said, that was a Joe Sai survivor. A that was a. There's that. There's that. There's that. There's that. There's that. Bun you guys, yeah, because <laughs> <I'm> digging. <laughs> Do you know why I'd bun you guys? Because recently I had like five people send me that on Twitter as well. The exact tweet, and they was laughing, and it got sent in. And I'm in a few group chats as well on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got sent there Good. as well. Good. And it's like hold yourself accountable for the nonsense you said. But the thing is, that was the Joe Sai survivor. Is that what you are? No, you're only now a Joe Sai survivor because you're, no, not, I, you're I, not in it anymore. You're, not, you're a Joe Sai survivor yeah, now. I was a Joe. I was a Joe Sai vic- victim. Yeah, 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 I was a sufferer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got your battle scars and everything, bro. Look. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm a survivor. <laughs> what, 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 that, what that boy say? <laughs> so, boy, 
Like I say, we out of here <laughs> on the plane. Now we out here. Qu- quickly before we, before we move on, mm-hmm. um, as a as a current Nets fan, sorry, a current Mavs fan, sorry, that was a habit. Um, <laughs> 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 old habits, isn't it? Don't die. Anyway, yeah. Um, who is in a better situation right now, Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving? It's a great question, KD. And I want to. I, I know it's KD. I want to touch. It is, it is, I want to touch on why because I didn't get to it talk is about KD, Kyrie. and they right now on paper they're the team to beat in the West. I completely agree with that. Okay. Like they they are formidable. Like I feel pre this trade. Like we all we we analyze it on the, the pod. The window was closed. Yes. Mm-hmm. For me, they had the opportunity closed. The window has opened again. It's opened yeah. a jar, bro. Like so a jar. Like you can catch CP here in two more years, bro. Still trying to win a ring with KD. Because I can't lie to you. This is CP's best chance. Hands down. This is best chance. A very good and I hate the Suns. I hate this team. Hopefully, but they're a very good team, bro. If I see KD in a post-workout video, that's it. He's done for. If I see him in the post-workout video, he's completely done for. Because he's in terms for. of the fit and what it looks like, this team being constructed in the role, you've got obviously Aiton. He's probably going to have. He he, he has been burdened with a lot of offensive. Um, he had to do a lot of the offensive carrying, especially without um Devin Booker being there a lot this season. We've all seen that. Obviously, Aiton isn't that kind of guy to be your number one option. Obviously, with the fact Booker's not there, Chris Paul's declined. In terms of what Mikael Bridges was bringing, you weren't great. Crowder wasn't there at all. So the Suns definitely were a team, like you said, that were a lottery team. Like we were looking at them, we were like, yeah, yeah, they're they're just gonna be thereabouts. This has factored a lot. Mm. They didn't lose they too cool, much they, talent. Yeah. I mean, losing they lost Mikael Bridges, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. they lost this tough. That's, that's, tough, that's the only one. That's I mean, they've still got Tory Craig. Yeah. Joshua Koji's there, you yeah. know. It, it's not the end of the world. And with Aiton, Chris Paul, Booker and KD will be a great fit. And and all the two guys you, you mentioned first, Booker and Aiton, are all locked into contracts for the next like four, three, four years. So along with KD, yeah, so literally literally this this train I don't want to say train, that's not Damn. this 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 bus, yeah. It will keep rolling for as long as Kevin Durant decides to stay there. That's it. You know? And you have to give, obviously, it's their, their new owner's first trade, isn't it? Yeah. Major yeah. trade. First, bro, bro, so it's the new owner's first trade. Even they took over the team completely on Tuesday. Yeah. It said, fuck it, let's And I think they've dipped into the, the lottery tax bill to, in order to get this completed. I respect shit like that, man. Steve Bomber did that as well. Like, oh, he, he does care. it all the time. He, 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 he joined the team and said, you know what? Nah, we need to. Like, I know what this team needs. It's going to cost me a little bit of money, but if we win a ring, it's all worth it. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah credit to chance. them for pulling it off and creating great value, but I hope they lose. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's move on because we've got a lot of trades to go through. Hello, trades. Lakers, a mazzaline happened there. Um, so obviously Westbrook's gone to Utah. Crazy situation, by the way. Very Biggest. mad. Crazy That's very mad. mad. Obviously, he's going to get bought out and all that. Like, he has to. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Because, because someone who's been as, vo- as vocal as him about what goes on in Utah and the fans and stuff like that, there's no way he's playing for that team. But I find it so interesting that, that he was the one. Obviously, I think everyone knew he was go- probably probably gonna, gonna gonna get traded. I did say I didn't think he was going to though, because I thought you know he's doing well off the bench, like it's it's worth keeping. Yeah. But all I think you know that so the, the night LeBron broke the record, Russ and Darwin Ham were arguing. Yeah, yeah, I saw and that. And I feel like that video that came out uh, like a couple of weeks ago of LeBron 
And Darvin Ham saying, yeah, let's get greedy, let's get greedy. Russ's like, guys, let's just have fun, you know? Yeah, like, win, lose, or draw, let's have yeah, fun. He's like, yeah, we need to man. get that guy out. <laughs> LeBron is 38 years old. He's not here to have fun anymore, innit? Mm. He's strictly business, otherwise he's logging off. Like, he's... He's not hanging around after nah, work. All for you drinks, have to do is say, yeah, not like that, bro. <laughs> if you just said, "Look, we've just got to have, have got to have fun. Let's get greedy and have fun." And yeah, yeah. but win, lose, or draw. What do you mean, win, lose, or draw? No, that's what not what we're here for. Well, that's why they sent you to Utah. The, the, I think <laughs> the vi- I think the vibes were bad because AD yeah. as well was moving a bit weird that night as well. Like he wasn't when LeBron hit the shot. Like he sat down. Yeah, that was a bit mad. The thing is, that was mad, and he was playing ass cheeks yeah, that yeah. game. But as I think well. people are maybe saying that's probably because of the way he was playing and. I hope, hope it was it. I it's hope it was I'm I'm not mad at him for reacting like that because at the end of the day they still lost the game. Mm. Yeah. That that's that's also been swept under the rug very very clearly. That's what I mean. Still lost, no, it, yeah, lost that you game. Should a game we needed to win, but how but, are we move? Yeah. Sorry. Please continue because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Russ Mike, got traded to yeah, Utah. Mike Conley goes to the Timberwolves and D'Angelo Russell returns to the Lakers. I think the best way to do this is just say winners and lo- winners and losers oh also on top of that as well Patrick Beverly got sent to Orlando for Mo Bamba, for Mo, Bamba. Mo Bamba move. is now at the Lakers so that's a wonderful move for the Lakers Thomas, Thomas Bryant also got moved as well yeah he got well, he got sent to the Nuggets uh, yes yeah he got sent for to second round picks yeah he got sent to Nuggets so not a bad situation for him to be honest you got sent to the number one t- uh, yeah. team in the West so let me, let, me, let me wheel it off because there's more way more guys in it than we said Mm. So the Lakers got D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, mm-hmm. and Jared Vanderbilt. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, great yes, move Malik for Beasley. LA. I have to say, to be honest, hundred percent filled yourself, uh, filled your roster out a bit more as well. Um, Mike Conley has gone to the Timberwolves, and obviously, like I said, Russ has gone to um, to the Jazz, uh, including an LA twenty twenty seven first round pick, but it's it's lightly protected, so it's probably like either. F- Top five protected or top ten protected? Nothing more top, than four. That. top four. Top mm. four? Okay, perfect. Then you guys also gave up uh, Toscano Anderson and Damian Jones. That's correct. Two guys who didn't play anyway. Yeah. Um, Nico Alexander Walker went to Minnesota. Minnesota gets uh, like a 2024 second round pick and 2020, 2025 and 2026 second round picks from Utah. Um, winners and losers? Lakers. Big winners. Yeah, Big of everything. Yeah. I think yeah, very. I think you got what you needed in terms of D'Angelo Russell in terms of a, a point guard. You also got someone who's not on. A, I don't. I don't think he's on an expiring deal. I think next year's his his, his last year on his deal. D'Angelo Russell. I don't. Think no, it's this year's. This season. He's he's a expiring yeah. contract as well. Yeah. Right, cool. So what you've done essentially is is giving us put yourself in a position where you have some cap room in the summer coming up as well to mm-hmm. still be a contender for Kyrie Irving when he's available as well. So I like I like that move. I, I'm definitely saying LA are the winners. Um. Utah are just out here collecting picks. They don't care what's going on. Yeah, they just Min- Minnesota. I'm a bit confused about though. I'll say mm. they got a veteran point guard that they needed. Yeah, which is good for them team. Not that Jandro Russell was bad, but I think yeah. Mike Conley was, will be fit much better anyway. Just because, first of all, he's played with Rudy, so yeah. there's chemistry there. It's a good passing point guard who can let um, Anthony Edwards basically. Have the green light anyway. Even yeah. more, we had to do what he Dilo wants. Dilo was playing well in Minnesota. In Minnesota, you know, he started off a bit rough to start the season, but he started getting on a on a roll. And to, to his last yeah. 15, 20 games, he's been brilliant. That's what I'm saying. Hundred percent. So it's just I think it's just one of the months where they've just made a thing where they, they want to get off his contract. Yeah, get off the contract, so. and now the ball is like Anthony Edwards, green <coughs> light. Can't few times when he's back. Go through Rudy Gobert. Please do something. <laughs> so I mean, I agree with you in terms of fit. Um, because when you look at the way the Timberwolves were constructed, 
in terms of like the way the ball movement and everything works with the way Anthony Edwards, I think now you, you can see you've got someone that can kind of give that green light to Anthony Edwards. Yeah. County towns that, that's that's got that veteran presence. I mean, that's I'm trying to go from <laughs> in my mind from what no, Lakers. Not, it's not making sense I'm for me personally. I'm, I'm a Lakers sure fan. Mike Conley's an, uh, uh, gonna be a free agent this summer as well. So really, see, I don't. <laughs> like, none of it makes sense to me. For me, it's show. like the Lakers are big winners. I don't really understand. Yeah, they've they've. they've it's like you did. They almost bow to what they want. It's a bit weird for you to give up Mike Conley and get this back without getting. I mean, you got picks, but like you said, you Utah Utah are trying to get. Picks, and we understand their angle, innit? What has Minnesota gained? <laughs> they haven't gained anything. They've got picks. Yeah, it'll be a pick. But it's like, but why did they, they want did, picks? They, I think they got second round picks. I don't think they got first round picks. Yeah, they got three yeah, second round Minnesota picks. Minnesota just didn't gain. They just, they, they, I don't know what they're on, man. But yeah. I'll be honest, like, end of the day, Lakers won this one, and I'm happy. From time they gave how many first round picks for Gobert? Like, how was his value a bit more than, better than KD? That makes no sense. But um um yeah like I don't know maybe they're trying to recollect some picks that they gave up Vinky Rob maybe made a mistake but it is what it is. There's something fishy going on. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie because all Minnesota got three second round picks Matt Conley and Nico Alexander Walker out of it. Hmm. That that stinks to me, you know. But okay, it is um uh we'll go Knicks Knicks Knicks, Knicks yes um Knicks receive Josh Hart yes. yeah. And Portland Trailblazers get Cam Reddish and a protected future first round pick. Interesting. And they got a couple more: Svi Valachek, Ryan Ivericano, like a point guard. Um, and yeah, that was it, really. That's I the reason why they mentioned him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna skip past it because you said his name wrong. But uh, Svi, we spoke about this one before as well. Svi Mikhailuk. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. We did this before. Yeah, he's done this. He's done this before. I'm gonna say Svi Valachek. You are the problem. It is me. It is I. I'm him. Yeah. Also, he's he's been moved again since then and gone to. I think I believe he's gone to Charlotte. He's um, packing his bags, man. Yeah. The, the, the Josh Hart acquisition from the Knicks, I like it. I think it's a very good move. Very, very good um, move. To get someone that I think fits a bit more better in the system, especially considering Cam Reddish wasn't getting love there. I don't know what's going on. I honestly have no idea what's going on in his career, um, how he's managed to basically bounce out of two teams now. But the return that, um, that, that Portland have managed to get for Josh Hart, a first-round pick and Cam Reddish, that's nice. And I feel like Portland are slightly, as much as they say they're trying to build for Dame, right now, you're telling me they, they, they have Anthony Simmons, who's, mm-hmm. he's like 24. He's not young, young, but he's pretty young. They drafted Shaden Sharp. You've now got Cam Reddish in the trade as well. I don't feel like you're getting guys on Dame's timeline, really. They're not. I think I I, I think people should be ready for Dame to potentially get traded uh, at the end of the season. Because yeah, like, to me, it just doesn't seem likely that he's hanging around anymore. I mean, it, sign and get the money, then get it's, traded. It's, it's tough sense. when you look at. I, mean, I don't want to talk too much about this one because we've got more to talk about. But I just feel like I agree with that. Like, what, what they're not really have not made a KD kind of move. And I wanted to talk. There's something I wanted to allude to when I saw the trades. Of like, there's certain players in certain teams that needed. When you saw that KD move or, or Kyrie move, needed to make that move. Portland was one of them. Obviously, Kyrie wouldn't have made sense. But you're looking at KD paired up with. Dame instantly drives Portland up. 100%. When you compare to having still having Jeremy Grant, or what maybe they might have had to give up, we don't know. But let's just talk about current constructs of their roster. Jeremy Grant, um, Simmons, they would have been in a position where we're talking, this is a top team and Portland are a problem. Words. But Portland, to me, are just there. 
Word. Like they are literally there. Like as as good as Dane's been playing and at times Portland have been good, they are not going to do anything. I think, you know what? Yeah, I don't even think it's Portland's. Fault. I just think, first of all, just nobody really wants to go there, and you're only gonna do a deal if Dame's on the table. I think it's that like it's just that's it because yeah, yeah not, but I just believe sending, though you're not sending anyone. But the thing is, you're not sending anyone. De- like no one's going there. It's not like that. There's nothing there to really do a deal with because mm. the only thing that's gonna be worth dealing is if you get Simons because he's obviously playing well, up and coming, mm-hmm. cool. Or unless you get um, Simons and Grant or Grant like Grant or Dame. So one of those three have to be involved in it for teams to be worth talking to. And most likely it's going to start with Dame first because no one's really looking for Grant. Not that he's a bad player, he'd be a nice addition, but no one's checking for him like that. And then his Simons will just be a thing where, okay, if anyone's going to sort of deal with him or put it somewhere, it's going to be a next team. So it's just one of those where Portland doesn't have anything to offer but Dame and they don't want to give up Dame. They want to build for Dame, but you don't have the assets or anything else to build around. And free agency, no one's coming over there. It's just that's just it. obviously I'll keep it real and I'll keep it short. End of the day, like there's there's un, there's been teams that are not desirable and they still make moves. And I obviously understand Portland isn't the greatest place to go, whatever it might be. But Portland, from what I know, weren't even one of the teams that made an offer. What can I say? This I know, but I'm, I'm not saying. At end of the day, like I, I'm looking at it, the Nets are desperate because they need to make a move by the deadline. Mm. Yeah, mm. You, this is the time when you can kind of manipulate shit yeah, and say you they, know what yeah, they yeah. need to make the move just get the get the picks get a couple players in that might make sense and go for it i think i think a lot of the problem with portland and this is the last thing i'm going to say about them the, the, i think the problem with portland is they're not all the way in any direction that's yeah. it yeah they're on the fence in on the fence all the way in on on rebuilding so when it comes to roster moves they're just stra- straddling the fence of course basically <laughs> and just trying to make sure that oh we don't put ourselves in a position if we can get someone to get damon free agency which not which is not going to happen Damon's been there for 10 years <laughs> and what major three agents have ever wanted to go to Portland? It's mad. None. Like, it's, it's, it's just not a desirable place for people to go to, isn't it? And I don't know whether it's the management. I I don't think it's Dame. I, I really don't think it's Dame because I think a lot of guys would like to play with him. But I just think... Um, yeah, I think that was it. That hit the nail on the head is that they don't know what direction they yeah, want to go. And if I'm them, just go for a rebuild. Let Dame yeah. go, man. Free him. Just, just send him to LA. Um, Should I go next one? Yeah, yeah. Go, go. Uh, Toronto Raptors have made a funny move in my opinion getting Jakob Pertl from the Spurs this is the same guy they changed away with DeMar DeRozan to get Kawhi Leonard to go and win a title they're now bringing him back and they're saying that they've got full uh, intention to sign him to a long term deal um, so it was it was uh, Jakob Pertl for Ken Birch and a 2024 20, protected first round pick as well as two future second round picks so they gave up quite a bit to get to get Pertl back yeah. Which to me, in, and the fact that they haven't traded Siakam, the fact that they haven't traded, traded OG. Um, OG, I think Fred Van Fleet is still there, even though he's going to be a free agent. I think this tells you they're not they're not rebuilding. They've gone and got themselves someone who who they think can help them, you know, be a contender again in the future in the in the immediate future in the East, as opposed to saying let's scrap it, let's trade those guys and, and go young. Um, next one, we just spoke about obviously the the Phoenix Suns trading. Um, Trading for Kevin Durant mm-hmm. for hella picks. Um, you have to do the big one in LA, innit? Well, not big Clippers? one, but the, you have to go to you, man, in LA. The Clippers. Okay. Yeah, let's yeah, talk about that. that so, one was a, so yeah. the Clippers, the Clippers traded traded away um, John Wall in a three way trade, which sent Luke Kennard to. 
I want to say Memphis is a Charlotte. I'm sure it was Memphis. Memphis. Luke Kennard has gone to Memphis. Eric Gordon's come to us. We've given John Wall to Houston. Um, so deep. Bro, it's, so it's, it's, deep. it's more deep in the John Wall situation because of the fact that John Wall was obviously... I'm not going to say he was talking shit. But, but he was exposing truths. Yeah, John Wall spoke about the problems that were going on that they needed a vet. <laughs> and now he's going to be the vet. <laughs> Again. Is, it's, it's semi-fucked, isn't it? I imagine he's going to walk in that locker room and he'll be looking like, nah, this nigga back? Like, what? <laughs> he's um, be the Rockets like... also got Danny Green, which I think is just a salary dump, dump yeah. from, from them. So the reason why this, this move is interesting, Eric, so w- w- I don't know if you might know this, we drafted Eric Gordon in 08. Mm. So it's a, it's a coming home moment for him. But also, I think this is, again, another salary move, isn't it? I think this is opportunity for us to free up some cap space in the hopes that either Russell Westbrook is going to be available in the buyout market in the next couple of days. Yeah, and Paul George is recruiting Russell Westbrook oh, as heavy, well. So heavy. heavy. So I would like to see that. As soon as he gets bought out, I think yep. he's going to end up at the Clippers. Yep. He'll Another still be in LA as well. Yeah. yeah. Another yeah. move that we made was trading. And I, I, don't know, I didn't know how to feel about this. Reggie Jackson has gone to Charlotte for uh, Miles Plumlee. Now, let me tell you, Plumlee has been playing relatively decent. I'm not so, so much fussed about that, but he's a... Of a, a tall, athletic, big, which is what we what we need. We need another center. We need a center depth. We can't keep playing Batum at the five. Hasn't been working as well as we'd hope it would have. So to have him come off the bench now is a strong move. I'm gonna miss Reggie because, in my opinion, Reggie re- rejuvenated his whole career in the Clippers. Yeah. He even said, like previously in the last couple of years, that Paul you know, George we, bringing we, him there. Yeah, yeah we, we kept him in the league for for a little while, and I think he's still got a, a, like a couple more years to play in the league. It's just not gonna be with us. Um, but I was rattled because we're giving away our guard depth. And then we made another move. We sent two second round picks to the Denver Nuggets. That's mm. absolutely Bones. fleecing. Busy Bones Highland. Busy Bones. Let's go, man. The busy Bones. That's a horrible trade. I, was, I'm, for, I mean, for, for Denver. Absolutely stinker. For Denver. I'm, I'm ecstatic, bro. Let me tell you what. We have we have needed a point guard for a while. Mm. I've seen Bones' is, is, is game. Bones' is game. He's a bit erratic, but he's young. He's young. He's got some time. Don't worry. And the thing is, he likes to pass the basketball. And that's all I care about, man. You know, I'm I'm happy with the move. I like the move. Would I have wanted a Fred Van Fleet? Yes, but clearly weren't able to get him. And I think I think in the Clippers' mind, they're like, we know Utah's gonna buy out Russ. I'm hoping this is me saying it. Fingers crossed. Utah buy out Russ, and Russ is gonna be our backup point guard. Maybe even our starting point guard. I'm not and too sure. And because Bones, he can come to hit. But Ter- Terrence Mann right now is our starting point guard. So I don't know how, how everything's going to shape out and work out. But I'm happy with, with, with the move we made. Because when I saw we got Eric Gordon, I was rattled. Very, very rattled. Yeah, that was a I'll be move. honest. Like, this is up there with the worst of the day. <laughs> if not <laughs> the worst of all season. <laughs> like, since this season started, this is probably top five. And it's not even their number five of the worst trades. <laughs> what? Mean? The absolute chickens are Denver Nuggets doing. <laughs> Not the dirty bird. <laughs> Not the dirty bird. I think, I think Bones is eligible for an extension. I think they don't. That's in two. Them. He's got two more years. He left on his rookie deal. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I have to, I have to yeah, look yeah, into because yeah, I'm back. He's 22. In. Two years left on his rookie deal. Have you, anyone has seen, this guy's a very good competent you know player you know they haven't been playing him though like actively like, i don't know what like uh is it Ma- mike malone yeah yeah actively hasn't been playing him so i don't know what's happened there i watched one of the Denver games he was just sitting on the end of the bench just like mm, is what it is so bones welcome to la baby two second round picks and LA, what's gonna do LA, when players come to la they don't want to leave i don't want to leave bro 
I want to see him around for a while as well, man. I think he's a good basketball player. Like, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I think they can develop. And he's got some flair, man. We need that. We need some flair in it. So and it's uh, going to be good because he's going to be mentored with Kawhi, who he's going to raise his defensive awareness and defensive ability yeah. and, and all that stuff. And, and then you're gonna have happy. Paul George with the smooth handles. So I always, I've, I've been saying this, and I just like, literally, Paul George is essentially Kyrie at six nine. Wild, but yeah, yeah. close. Like if Kyrie was, yeah, that's I, the, I get where you're going. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he's got, he's got the, the yeah. a smooth, I mean, silky handle. He's got a great finish. He makes tough shots. Like, I think that's that's who I would say. Like if Kyrie was. I'd hide that stuff yeah. like that. It'll be Paul George. Okay. Um, another another move from the Blazers that to me just proves like they're just the most average team out there. Um, they've acquired um, Matisse Thybul from the 76ers. Yeah. Uh, in part of a three-way deal. Um, so I think it worked out to be the Sixers get Jalen McDaniels from the Hornets. The Trailblazers get Matisse Thybul from the. Um, Trailblazers and the Hornets just get multiple second round picks and uh, Speed Makali, as you mentioned before. Hornets better get Wemby, you know, because this is looking. Bad. No, no, I, I think that's what they're just thinking up to. to they do have what they to. Need to they do. have to get him because I think I think in their heads they're like, cool, let's free up some cap space. Let's go and get Wemby in. in. Also, one thing I would like to make: I thought Terry Rozier or Gordon Hayward were going to get traded. Neither of them did. They still got some money tied up in those guys, which is mm. not a great move. Yeah, um, one of them has to. And, at least I would have preferred Hayden. Hayward yeah, here. and at the at the end of this season, Mellow Ball's gonna get going to be like, he'll he'll Legend. sign his extension, Legend. and then the year after he'll start his first year of extension. So, um, yeah, MJ is uh, the worst owner in history. Well, I, I want to say it. Let's be honest. He's the, the guy might have had owner. a great career, but he is terrible in that front office. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, the Pacers have have I say reacquired uh, George Hill from okay. the Bucks for a second round pick. Um, the Pacers are taking on his four mil uh, contract in cap space. Okay. Which because they were, do you remember they they re-signed Miles Turner, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And the reason they re-signed him was because they had so much cap space. They gave him they basically they basically added money on top of his current contract to give him more money because they had space. Um, what else have we got here? The Warriors. This is a big one actually. The Warriors traded James Wiseman to the Pistons for Sadiq Bay. That's crazy. What? Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah, even know about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. hang on, hang on. Sadiq hang on. Bay's a new. Hang oh. <laughs> However, Sadiq Bey is, is on his way to Atlanta. What? The Warriors traded C- Sadiq Bey to Atlanta after getting him from Detroit for five second round picks. <laughs> so the reason, I'll tell you why, because you're a bit confused. Why would they do that? The reason they've done that is because Sadiq Bey is also on an expiring contract, contract and they're yeah, not going to extend him. They ain't got the money to do that. Mm. So they said, let's just get the picks instead. So they traded away James Rasmus essentially for five second round picks. Mm. That one this is a bit puts deep. pressure. I thought they would have got rid of John Collins then because that puts pressure on Collins because he's, he's, they've been trying to get him out of here. What what puts pressure? Oh, Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. What by? But they got Sadiq Bay. They didn't get Wiseman. Yeah, no, I'm saying because they got Sadiq Bay. Oh, yeah. That's someone who. Yeah, that's what you say. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Do you know what's rattling though? Yeah. The I'm, Pistons. I'm, the Pistons now have, I think, five centers. They have Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Um, Beef Stew. Yep. Wendell. Ma- huh? Wendell Carter. No, that's that's the Magic. Oh. Um, oh, Pistons. I think they have um, Nolan's Noel. Yes. Then then uh, if you. If you're classing with Marvin Bagley's there as well, and Jalen Duran. Forgot about Marvin Bagley actually. Yeah, Jalen Duran. Marvin Bagley's like a four slash five, five, but bro, they've they've got way too many guys who play similar positions. Just isn't it? real quick as well, I just want to touch this because I remember when um, 
George, you was talking about James Wiseman and how he was looking like a complete mess. And when you saw him on the court, he was just looking like he didn't he know how to play to basketball. Can we also deep this guy with what, the second pick? Second pick. It, so the, the the Warriors could have had Lamella Ball on their team and instead they, they could have had Lamella Ball, Tyrese Halliburton, the bare guys in that draft card, they could have so had instead. So many, bro. And they chose to take James Wiseman and they've just given him up for five fucking... Like James Wiseman, like really, fam, that's mad. It's crazy, bro. Like they literally gave up. Like, and this is where you... Boy. Good pick up for the Pistons, I think, innit? It just means they're going to have... I think Nolo's well will be out the door and I think maybe maybe Bagley or they'll move Bagley to the four permanently and beef Stu. Because they've been playing... I've seen is Bagley Lance injured or is he playing? Huh? Is Bagley playing? Is he injured? I think he's injured right now. They've been play- The Lance I've seen them play is with Duran at the five and beef Stu at the four because beef Stu can cheat now. So not just, interesting. Not just for fight, you know. He's, he's learned how to shoot, you know. He's <laughs> yeah, not just fight. <laughs> he's got some skill to his game. Alright, uh, I've got a couple here actually. Did it, um, Jay Crowder? Yeah, I was gonna go into okay, that one. Yeah. So Jay Crowder, um, damn, was to Milwaukee. Um, so it was a three-team trade. So the Milwaukee Bucks got Crowder. <clears throat> they gave up um, George Hill, Ibaka, Jordan Nuara, and two second-round picks to Indiana, and then the Brooklyn Nets got three more picks. As we said, we were stacking up picks. Um, it was a very to me. I'm. I'm. I think the the Nets obviously are stacking up their picks, so they got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pacers got brilliant. I mean, you're looking at getting George Hill, Barker, Noir, and two second round picks. It's there's value in that. Obviously, we know Barker's contract is expiring. Mm. George Hill could kind of bring that veteran presence to help Halliburton maybe, whilst he's still at Indiana. Um, and wow, well, Halliburton, you know, um, at Indiana and two second round picks. I mean, the Bucks getting Crowder and giving up all of that is a very, yeah. They've been desperate for him though, like since I know, the start but, of the season. but five second round picks. Yeah, but we have to deep where the Bucks are now. They're not. They don't need to be worrying about those picks. They're trying to win championships. Yeah. And in let's say let's say Brooklyn right now finishes like the what the seventh, the what. Say seventh, seventh, eighth in the east. They're, they're like they're gonna be like the ninth or tenth. I, I expect them to fully drop out of Who? the Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 Brooklyn. I don't, play, yeah. I don't even think they're You've playing. You've given away all your scorers. So, sorry, their scorers, not your team again. Sorry. <laughs> um, so let's say, let's say Brooklyn are the ninth or the tenth seed. That, that draft pick, that second round, those second round draft picks are gonna be what, like the, the 40th pick. Mm. The forty. No, who can like? I'm not. I'm not saying it's impossible <laughs> to get talent at that point, but like, it's so rare you're gonna find talent like that's crazy worth it. I I never really see the value in second round picks in it, but you can use them together like everyone's been doing today to go and get yourself another player in it. So, and obviously you can obviously use trade it and get a yeah. move up, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've got a couple more here. Um, she spoke about how Denver have had a stinker. Um, and it's another stinker. They did. For they, Denver. Yeah. Because they acquired Thomas Bryant and gave up three second round picks and David Reed. I know. We just said there's no value in second there round isn't, picks. There isn't. You man gave up. That's a stinker for you, man. I don't think, well, it's because we got Vanderbilt, didn't we? You got, He's a four, though, but you, you went, because you got Mo Bamba in the. And then we got the Mo Bamba in the end trade, as well. It was fine. But even then, bro, you don't have depth at that position, in it? I know. But then I would have preferred us to get rid of Gabriel. But in no life. one wants him. Bro. No one wants <laughs> in him. life, and when Gabriel's worth as much as Ben no, Simmons, no it's just a howler. He's terrible. He's worth man. as much as Ben Simmons, which is fine. 
but he's very bad. <laughs> like, no, this is serious. Uh, like, he's bad. What man. else have we got? Um, there was one more I wanted to speak about. What was it? Dario Saric to uh, OKC and Darius Beasley to Phoenix. I mean, it's, Saric has been at, he got drafted by the Suns. Oh, well, Beasley from Thunder has been to Beasley. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's a good. I think it's a good pickup for the Thunder. That's a good um, pickup for Phoenix as well. Cause yeah, I think both teams. Basically, was um, one of CP's rookies as well when he was in OKC. Yeah, put him at the four instead of Tony Craig. Yeah, I right. think it saves them 20 mil. Um, so who 20 mil? Suns. For wow. Saric's salary, which I'm just reading, and like luxury tax commit, luxury tax commitments. Oh yeah, of course, Saric has some money. Yeah, so that's I mean it's brilliant for them to make that move, and I think that's probably what enabled them to kind of get that KD. Yeah, they worked it. They worked around. Worked it. around it. Um, can I keep going, or you got more? Mm, you can keep going. All right, so um, Kevin Knox was part of the James Wiseman trade, so Kevin Knox is now a Golden State Warrior, and I'm pretty sure he's going to end up getting waived if he hasn't already. I think he's going to be out of the league. Mm-hmm. As as I as I said that, I just read uh, the Warriors got traded Kevin Knox to the Blazers in the multi-team tr- trade to get um, Gary Payton the second back, which is hilarious, absolutely hilarious. Um, Portland are so strange, man. So uh, we've got Mike Mescala here. He got traded to Boston. Anything to look into that? I mean, really. OKC okay, so get Justin Jackson and two second round picks. I think the Celtics have done well because they needed another centre. The fact they that did. Orford and Robert Williams haven't been playing recently, they've had to start... Um, that Grant Williams has been starting, who's some, who also someone who everyone was saying was going to get traded and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Luke Cornett, I think, was starting for them the other day. Like, he's he's a tall, big man, but, like, if we're being honest, like, it's not it's not what you need, in it? So, would I start Muscala over him, though? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie and say I'm familiar with Muscala's game in it, but I know. Yeah, okay, so you don't care, bro. Whatever. They'll do any trade without their like core team for draft picks. They don't care. Mm. I think yeah, Boston are fine with that. I think OKC have got even more picks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 So it is what it is. Anything else? I think you guys. I just want to quickly because we didn't like, spend a lot of time on this. I think the Lakers have completely reformed their their whole roster. Yeah, but it's not just. I mentioned that you guys probably shouldn't have given up Thomas Bryant, but now you have Mo Bamba. The potential starting fire for you guys going forward now is DeAndre Russell, mm-hmm. um, Lonnie Walker, Lonnie Walker, LeBron if you want to play him at the three, mm-hmm. AD if you want to play him at the four, and then Mo Bamba at the five. What? Where? How far does this team go? I I'll, I'll be honest in it, and I, I'll tell you the biggest truth. With and you're me, you're currently in the four, to four, four games behind the seventh seed and five behind the six. That's cool. Like, I'll be honest. We go as far as Goatman allows us to go, mm-hmm. because I believe as long as he's like we've never lost with AD and LeBron in a seven-game series, both being healthy, and it's big facts. Yeah, we didn't make the playoffs last year, and yeah, we made. The playoffs when we lost to the Suns. AD got injured. AD got injured. We won it with both of them being there. And it's the state of affairs where we are right now. All right? I, I'm i not going out here saying that we'll win a chip. But I just believe when you've got someone as goated as LeBron, and he is the GOAT, you've got every chance. And he's playing at a level where he is top. Like, nothing is declined in terms of his production on 
offense. Nothing has declined in terms of his vision, being able to make that correct pass or the key play. Mm-hmm. He's still unstoppable. Like playoffs or not, or work regularly, that you there's some moves and some things LeBron does, regardless in any team in any game at any time in any generation, that is unstoppable. If AD's playing at a level where he is the level that we saw when he was before he got injured, the, the rest of the teams are a big problem. And what we acquired, D'Lo, yeah, we got Ray Hishimari who we acquired, Mo Bamba, brilliant. You know, even the, the likes of Vanderbilt having him in, in and around the team and, and what we've managed to construct from a roster that, like, the, the Lakers have tried. <laughs> we've tried. You know, it's not great and it's not yeah. the best roster, but we've tried. I think... We're in a better place than where we were last night. I think if all things go well for the Lakers, you guys will end up between 10th seed and 8th seed. Um, just because... As much as... um. Obviously, if you want to say Denver, it's not going anywhere. Memphis have been playing bad, but they're still second seed and they're two, game, two, that, two games ahead and we're about to get into that. Because the reason why all this happened is because of a certain somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, niggas are trouble. <laughs> <laughs> niggas are trouble. And um, Sacramento are surprisingly... Yeah, it just doesn't feel right, but you know. Um, well, yeah, they? Dallas is. They've improved. Phoenix has literally been that team, and they're fifty. Yeah, and then you got Clippers there. So that first six already right now, as it stands, like it's tough. And even if the Kings weren't there, Pelicans would be put in that mix. And yeah. let's say they swap, but then after that, like, you've got Pelicans there, and they're still tough. Outside of that, Golden now, State must be there as well. yeah. Outside then, after that, you got Golden State there. Then. That's let's say eighth now. Then you'll have Minnesota and Portland because obviously Golden State, Minnesota, Portland, they're just two game separation. But yeah, it's like you go between those three because it's quite tough. But as we can make the play in, get there and end up playing Mem- I believe if you play Memphis or the Kings. Oh, yeah, 100%. If LeBron's, up, ooh, if LeBron's, LeBron's there, there and you play, Me- if you're playing Memphis, no, you guys are winning that series chicken, because they, they, he, he hates well, them. Bob, Oh, bro! Did you see what Donny's been saying? We'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah, because I, I think hmm. I, I think if you go up and get Memphis, get to get Memphis um, or Sacramento, yeah, calm. That's like your best yeah. bet. So already, people are already getting bought out of their contracts. Oh. Devlin got waived by the Spurs. Damn. He only got traded from the Heat like to like today. Oh. Um, Ibaka got. Barker got traded to the Pacers in that three-team trade to acquire Jay Crowder. So Barker's now been waived as well. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been on the downfall as well, man. A little bit. He just hasn't really been given much opportunity to Since play. Since that back surgery, well. and yeah, yeah, it's been very tough. Devontae Graham actually got traded to the yeah, yeah, I saw it. Spurs, Spurs in a and four second-round picks for Josh Richardson. So the Pelicans just got themselves a. A three and yeah, D I saw that. Yeah, that's, that that's, was one. That's, a, that's, that's good, not bad, good man. Good sign. It's not bad business. I feel like, so, for those out there who, I don't know if you'd be listening to this, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. For those of you out there who don't believe that the NBA is an exciting sport, this shit happens every single year. Every, every year. year. Something every crazy. Every single year. Even if it's just happens. one, it's something. That's the thing. And more time yep. is always more than one. Because one big trade, leads to many domino domino. and you can just see here after Kyrie was traded it's actually going boom 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 
everywhere and this happens every single year how can you know i love this game i love, I love it. it i love it honestly like it's just now nah, it's sick because now it's like anticipating okay after all-star break now these now a lot of these teams have from after all-star break till april to merge and make you know um and create good chemistry between the team because then playoffs kicking each after all-star break what playoffs happen what two months after mm-hmm. basically uh about march april yeah may may, may. may. so yeah, yeah about two months because obviously yeah march april so then about two months yeah so it's literally two months worth of games to get right figure out your roster for the play-in you know most team go most team go eight eight man yeah 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 yeah, yeah so eight man rotation nine man so fam yeah. so quick quick uh quick sidebar kd currently injured yeah right he's not coming back until after all star break all star break now um that being the case do we do we see this being a problem potentially because he has an mcl sprain which isn't like a it's not he said on an interview it's not as bad as it because he had it last year so he said it's not as bad as it was last year mm-hmm. he said like he was he felt it wasn't anywhere near as bad but again a little bit concerning if KD's 100%, then yes, the expectations are for Phoenix to, to, to make a very deep playoff run. If he's not, though, if we don't see KD play until like mid-March, end of March kind of thing, that's going to affect the way that Phoenix really performed. Because as you said, you have to build chemistry. And yes, I think you can plug KD into any system in the league and he's going to be successful. But the other guys might start taking a hit. I think when it comes to the playoffs, it won't matter because ultimately... If you're like, you know what? If I take a hit but we win a chip, what's what's the issue? And it's one of the ones where, like I say, because you can insert KD into any team and he'll just fit in because Facts. of the way he is, is calm because then it's just sort of like, it's just sort of like, all right, cool. I'm going to get these extra shots and build a good rhythm so that when they come back mm-hmm. and my time, I'm, I'm even more effective because let's say now they, they are like, let's say, they're doing 20 minutes, for example, 20 minutes a game, 25 minutes a game. Yeah. And they build a good rhythm and yeah. really develop. And then let's say KD comes now and then it drops to like, let's say 15 minutes, 18 to 15 minutes. But at least they know in those minutes, they can, they'll still be efficient and would have built good rhythm in order to make max effect of the little time. So that's the good thing because mm-hmm. even though they develop, so then even if they get smaller time, they still have, you know, that, rhythm going on and that's important because you want all your guys to be in room by the playoffs so this allows the other guys to work because KD no matter what will have rhythm so yeah. all these other guys now build rhythm play off each other and it's going to be easy it's going to be now inserting someone else where it's going to be more attention it might even free up more small shots for you because you might be working for your shots as hard now that you don't have to and the game comes easier it will be good so but yeah with KD sprains that like even the last time he got sprained who fell on his leg it was um, someone I can't remember someone fell on his leg when he got the in the MTL sprain last year. Oh, when some, someone landed on his I can't remember who landed on his yeah, leg, it was last year. year. No, I can't remember. I can't remember who it was, but it was dumb because they shouldn't have, because of the way it was, but it was one of his own teammates, it was dumb. Um, I think it was Drummond, or at the time it was someone. <laughs> Mo Bamba just posted a, a picture, an hour ago, of him already packing up with U-Haul. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> it's been real, y'all. <laughs> it's been real, y'all, love. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so so obviously this one, like Jimmy, it's one of the ones where these ones where okay, they're f- it's not like he's non-contact or 
is like just I've noticed more because people's you know, someone's whole body weight falling back on your leg, hyperextending. That's the thing that's gonna cause issues to someone. But yeah, as we know with KD, he's because of how his he can just always bounce back and be efficient and be, even if he might have a few struggle games and those struggle games are like twenty to twenty two points, which yeah. on the Suns that will still be nice because then you still have them Booker going crazy and Aiden. So that would be okay. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think Mobamba is very happy to be out of that 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 magic place, bro, because at some point, well I, I know they just wasn't playing him or it was just kinda of going weird, but with all the P players and the people they had, it was gonna happen. Bow Bold coming out of his mm. his shell doing well, Paolo's there, Wendell Cut like it was too much going on there where 100%. what Mo Bamba was essentially supposed to be is what Bow Bow is doing and developing into. A great interior defender, someone that's exactly. reliable scoring. He's honestly look defensively into amazing. He's still good in the perimeter and he's still fast and because he's got the length, mm. he can still can chase down, do all everything. of that. Um, he On top of that, he can shoot. Not saying Mo can't shoot, but he can shoot. Yeah. But it's not just spot-up shooting. He can shoot off the dribble, catch and shoot in rhythm. He can do, Bobo can do all of that because he's got a handle as well and he has a disgusting handle. And even he's finishing everything. Like he's honestly... If he keeps growing into what he's gonna be, oh, that's a good. That he will be a great player to put against Wemby for the future. That yeah. would be a great battle because yeah. essentially that's what he's 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 basically Wemby before Wemby really got the hype, yeah. but he never got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. But now that they've seen Wemby, they're like, oh, but Bobo, this guy, he can actually do this stuff. So let's go. And obviously Nuggets weren't abusing that, so yeah, yeah. Magic said, yo, green light. So. Nah, it's good, man. This this happens every year, and right. Let so me game is let me before I know we're trying to round up. I'm gonna do three things. Mm-hmm. All right. You still got to talk about Jaren, Yeah, that's after. I'll oh, round yeah. up the trade deadline. Okay, sorry yeah, to be sorry, specific. Sorry. So I want you guys to both give me your three winners. Yeah. Three losers. Yeah. And three what ifs or team three teams. What the heck? Winners: Dallas Suns, Lakers. Oh, hold on. Can you? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, mean I was like, gonna say Clippers instead of the Lakers, but yeah. All right, so I'll your, your three winners of the trade deadline are yeah, Dallas Suns and Lakers. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, Just very briefly. I say Lakers. They filled up their roster, created more depth. You know, offloaded bad vibes as well. So to them anyway. So they done well. Dallas got Kyrie, KD to the Suns makes them basically on paper the team to beat. Um, so they all got what they needed. Basically, Luca needed a star. Suns needed another scorer. Lakers needed more depth. Boom. Um, losers. I'm gonna say Denver's one. I don't know what they're on. Um, I'll put Trail Bla- Denver. Uh, Trailblazers because they're, they're on defense. Um, and oh, who else? Who else? Um, I'm gonna say Raptors because I don't know what, what they're doing. Like they're holding on to to a relationship that is is on his way down. So. I'm gonna say that. Uh, what ifs? The reason I'm gonna put what ifs is just because we said three winners, but I put Clippers because you know with what they got, we're gonna see what's gonna happen. Because if Bones is, you know what I mean, then Busy Bones, that's gonna Busy be good. Um, who else? Knicks as well with Josh Hart adding another defensive guard. He's gonna fit in well. Boom. Um, and last what if? Who else will be a what if? Can I use a, what are you saying? A what if? 
Oh. Keep it as two. Yeah, I'll keep it as two. Yeah, two what ifs. My. Uh, so my winners are very similar to Rods. I can't lie. The Mavericks for getting Kyrie. I mean, you did what you need to put in a star, another superstar star around. Um, Luca extending the period of time that he's most likely going to want to be there. Mm-hmm. Two, the Suns obviously getting Kevin Durant, twenty-seven points per game scorer, crazy. Um, and not really having like yes, losing Mikel Bridges a lot, but you 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 gave up what you needed to do to get him without giving up one of your kind of three. It would have been, I think, it would have crazy if they could have done that trade, sending Aiton to to Brooklyn instead of Mikel Bridges. That would be a different conversation completely. Mm. Um. And then third, I have to I have to throw my Clippers in there because we managed to get ourselves a point guard, and yes, it wasn't the one of the wasn't Van Fleet or one of the other ones that we desperately wanted, but at the same time, we did it while also clearing cap space. We've got a very deep roster. We've got more than fifteen guys on our roster right now, so someone else is going to get cut at some point, or one of the guys going down to the G League. Um, but we did what we needed to clear up some space, and now I think we're in a key position to to try and get Russ if we can in the buyout market. Losers. Portland, 100%, as Rod said, that there's no clear consistency in terms of what they're trying to do. Are you trying to be young and rebuild? Are you trying to be like a, a true contender? You're definitely not a true contender, anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, give me... I, I like your take on Denver, but I don't think I can say Denver. Oh, how did, you didn't say this. Brooklyn. Brooklyn are a loser. Because, <laughs> because, because last week, you had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the Big roster. They, you, they. It doesn't matter. I'm talking about Brooklyn. <laughs> Last week you had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on your roster, and today you don't have either of those guys. You know, um, third team. Maybe I, I will throw Denver in there. Yeah, I will throw Denver in there. Just, just off the pure fact that they, they, they gave up Bones very, very easily. I, don't, I feel like for the for the fact that all these guys were flying around for multiple second round picks, and we need to give up two to get him. You know, clearly they, they even didn't rate him, or there's something else going on there. Mm. It'll be interesting to see. Um, oh, actually, change that. One of the losers, uh, Pat Bev. <laughs> Pat, Bev <laughs> Pat Bev is a loser because every team he fights bare hard for, they trade him in it. That that hurts a lot. He got traded twice in the last five months, four months. Literally wild. Um, and then teams to look out for. Uh, is that what it was? Teams to look out for. Yeah. What if teams to look out what for? Ifs? Yeah. Uh, I think Phoenix are very very likely to. I I my what if is if Phoenix and Dallas play in the first round. That's going to be a great, great... Se- if they play at all in the playoffs, we have a great series to see them. Because KD and Kyrie have no beef against each other, innit? Nah. So, it will just be... And the fact that those two teams had a rivalry already, it's, it's land, bro. It's land. I'm going to just say one, because I ain't got another one. Well, that's cool. Jules, what about you? Uh, <laughs> I think... Jules. So, my winners... My winners, and the big winners, I think... I'm I'm a throwing... I think we can agree on the four we've said. The yeah. two LA teams... Mm-hmm. You know, Clippers, like, like, like what they did, they managed to get from Bones and, and managed to move some of the moves that they made and managed to get, obviously, you know, Eric Gordon's a bit, but they made some good moves overall. And, and you can look at them and say, improved their roster. Obviously, the Lakers definitely improved our roster compared to this time yesterday. Um, Let Respite wasn't a big aspiring contract, so you managed to move it, get some get some good value back in from from a few couple of the, the, the trades that we did. Um, you look at the... Obviously, the, the, the Mavs getting in Kyrie, KD getting, going to the Suns. Both teams didn't give up too much to get both, which yeah. is brilliant. And, um, yeah, the biggest losers are by far Brooklyn. They're holding a fat L 
Nobody's on your roster. You're stuck with Ben Simmons. Ouch. Um, <laughs> he has the keys. No, nah, he, he's he's holding the L. And I want to throw up three other teams. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hold up three other teams. The, we didn't mention these before. Um, but I think you touched on the Raptors. Mm-hmm. These three teams alongside Portland were mid. Like Chicago, were the, what, like what if... Like, what, what were they doing? What, what, they didn't do nothing. Chicago yeah, didn't make any moves. To, that's true. I heard that Zach Levine and, and New York today was getting moved about. Nothing happened there. Did it blow it up? It didn't improve their roster. So Gerald's going to be fuming. You got the Hawks. I don't know if you guys saw, they had the middest season of all time. Like, mm. they've they've had the same amount of home and away wins, same amount of home and away losses. Everything is just mid. Mm. Didn't improve their roster. Um and then obviously you're looking at the Raptors, the whole talk of them blowing it up. Everyone expected it to be centered around them. Um, nothing. Van Fleet's still there. Anobi's still there. Siakam's still there. Where are we going? What are you doing? So these teams are just what ifs, losers, you know, mm-hmm. alongside Brooklyn, who are the biggest losers. Yeah. Biggest losers of the day. Hold your L, Brooklyn. I'm loving to see it. Mm. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I said that twice. Yeah. <laughs> Say Hold it twice your L. Hear that. I'm nice. <laughs> Um, okay, so moving on quickly, just before we round up, we'll just lightly um, touch on these guys. But um, I just want to say the reason why, the sole reason why. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go again, go the, again. The sole reason why all of this happened mm-hmm. is because one dude, yeah. Dude. From one where? <laughs> one where is he from, Rodney? That's in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Big Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> One dude decided to say in an interview with Taylor Rooks, some if I'm correct, I'm sure it was Taylor Rooks, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she gets everyone to say some dumb shit. So <laughs> yeah, so madness. But he said, and I quote, nah, I'm good in the West. Mm. Are you? Mm. <laughs> Are you? Mm. Are you? Not right now. <laughs> Suns on your tail. Mavs on your tail. Mm. <laughs> Denver. <laughs> above you <laughs> like that bro <laughs> yeah even at this point kings are flipping the kings are above them as well no they're just just below them but kings are on their tail as well like yeah. nah I'm good literally the league said swear alright cool we're gonna say let nothing. fly say nothing let's see what you're on so that's kind of mad like yeah you ain't good in the west cause first you was thinking the team to beat the Celtics you didn't think about the Bucks okay but all right, cool. But can you even get out of your own conference? Mm. <laughs> you never know, come you know, your own ends. Come from your own ends. You wasn't in the Western Conference Final. You struggled against the Timberwolves. In in the map <laughs> in in the Grizzlies' last ten games, they are currently two and eight Jeez. in their last ten games. That, that Shannon Sharp in- incident. Since the Shannon Sharp incident. Yeah, even, yeah, even before then. Let's let's talk about some of the teams they dropped to. Phoenix. That's uh, without Booker. Okay, so they lost to the Raptors, the Cavs, the Ouch. Trailblazers, Ouch. the Timberwolves, Ouch. the Warriors, Ouch. the Kings, the Suns, the Lakers. Yay. So that's, yeah, literally, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They have played, including the Lakers game, there's been ten games. <laughs> yeah? The only two of those they won was against the Bulls. Shout out to Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> as, uh, as usual, isn't it? Letting us down, bro. That was cold. Yeah, that was pain. And, and the Pacers. They lost to every team in the West then? 
Yeah. Like every single game they lost was the Western team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was in it. It was in it. Not Only every single, but like yeah, yeah. Majority. Every team they played in the West over that span, they, they lost. lost. Yeah, the Lakers lost. The Suns lost. The Kings lost. The the Warriors lost. The Timberwolves lost. The Trailblazers lost. They're not comfy. You're not good in the West. You're not good in the West. You're walking through your ends, looking left, right, left, right. Hands in pockets and that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hands in pockets. Deep, yeah. Before before they won on this losing streak, they'd only lost 13 games and then they lose eight like that. It's crazy. But I'll be real, like, I saw, there's two things I want to talk about. Because I saw Ja Morant say this week that the Grizzlies are the NBA's most hated team. They are. And yeah, I believe, I'll be mad real. Them. I'll be so real. You're taking it from the Suns now. As well. You <laughs> have fabricated this. 100%. Like the Suns are just the Suns. Nobody liked them. But you have made people not like you because even the instant you had with the Lakers and then the whole gun thing. Now, I don't know if you oh, guys saw what yeah, Shannon yeah. Sharp said. Um, but he said, you've got a 200 million contract and you want you want people in the NBA to think you're Was hood, it really him in that video? To think you gangster. Wait, no, wait. Was it really him in that video though? Ja. Yeah, Which, you know what I'm talking about. The one where they're taking a piss out of him. No, no, with the laser. Oh yeah, no, no. There was a video. Didn't I say there was a video? Because there was a guy who was in the basketball court, and then I think he must have went for a shot or something. Um, I can't remember what he did, but then a gun fell out on the court. Oh no, that wasn't him, man. <laughs> that wasn't him. That was like someone shooting at like halftime. No, that wasn't him. I guess no. So you, you know the situation, obviously, in it. So yeah, with um, the pacer alter- stuff. Yeah, there was an altercation between. Um, who was it? It was the Pacers and the, the Grizzlies again. Yeah. Bear in mind, the Grizzlies got into another situation anyway with the Cavs because Dylan Brooks thinks it's cool to be punching yeah. people in the nuts like Draymond Green. And I didn't know we were still doing this. I hate when, when bad players do this shit though. Like, you don't see good players do it because they don't need to, innit? But when you're underachieving and then you're still playing dirty, it's embarrassing to watch, to be honest. Yeah. And then obviously after the game now, Pete allegedly, because the NBA did an investigation, they didn't find anything, but allegedly... Jar was in a car with his boys and Pacers players were on a team bus saying that they had a red dot trained at them. It? Interesting. Interesting situation, first of all. The thing that made me laugh was videos came out afterwards, yeah, of people taking a piss out of Jar saying, you're not like that, you're not tough. Saying, so you know, um, you might have seen 8 Mile? Mm-hmm. They had the audio of like the last battle where it's like oh uh, Eminem gosh. versus Clarence. <laughs> 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 It said how you went to private school. Apparently, John went to private school. Yeah, well. yeah. Well I saw the picture. He was in the loafer and the shorts. Yeah, bro. Looking. I, all... I saw him with. I think was it red or pink hair. His yeah. hair was looking differently with the look. With the look, looking a bit. You know, uh, it doesn't mean a lot because you still. It doesn't mean a lot because you know. But at the end of the day, you're, you're not bad. It's okay to not. It's okay to not be bad, isn't like, it? Like, I feel like in the ends, you knew. You know, in the ends, you knew. All the man the minute, like you knew yeah, majority you're cool of man the man them. Like, you're cool, yeah. Him, you're him, cool. like, yeah. They're like, look, he, he's a baller. Like he's he's one of us. He's yeah, a baller. Yeah, cool. Calm. So obviously you're feeling a bit calm in it. Like you know all the goons and that. So. Oh my god! You know my head. You know all the goons and the ends and that. And so obviously you're walking a bit of your chest high because you know they're not gonna miss yeah. you because you're a baller and that. I mean, and well, let me quickly read this quote out because I know what you're gonna say. Uh, so Sauce Gardner, an NFL rookie, he's a cornerback. Yeah, he for said Jets. for the Jets, he came out and I think he was. And I know what you're gonna say. That's why I need to say it quickly. Um, he said, "Here's my advice to Memphis Grizzlies. I love Jar. I love everything about their team. I'm gonna say that again. But y'all, y'all, y'all ain't gangsters. Y'all ain't hoods. 
That's a funny rap because the way he said, <laughs> "Y'all hey, you, just professional basketball players. You ain't really that good." So go back to English. Matter of fact, you're the best in the world. Leave all that hood stuff and leave that hood shit where it's at. Exactly. He's like, right. it's not bad to be swagging. That I hear it like you like all the how he before all this like stupid talking and all that stuff. Like Joe was calm, was cool. It's not like he was being super overly bad he was just being swaggy with it which is calm mm. if you got a certain swag with it it was like yeah jar he's like he's just swaggy with it the way he plays he's kind of his off, off the court as well he's swaggy he's community and that ends and stuff. like he was calm i think first of all that alien oh sorry dylan brooks infect, <laughs> inf- what did you call him the alien <laughs> yeah i think he infected infected jar and the man and egged them on number one because you see that video when they're doing the thing there yeah. they're doing the yeah, yeah, yeah and he's at the front he's pissing me off i can't lie it's really <laughs> pissing me off i want to swing all of them but it's pissing, it's pissing me off but it's like you know dylan bridge is doing too much like at one point he was playing all right and i don't know what's happened i don't want to say certain reality, things reality, yeah. yeah reality happened there's certain things i want to say but i'm not going to say um, your brother said it last last week. Oh, <laughs> but shit, I'm not yeah, going yeah. to go into. <laughs> wow, we to we'll say off, off cam. We'll say off cam because I'm not uh, saying it now because yeah. I'm not. I it refuse to go and edit because I'm not doing that again, yeah. bro. Hmm. But yeah, he's just been a mess, and I think they just they just got the chest too high. Like you make a couple of shots and now you're chatting, you're chatting west. Like you chatting west to the bond like that. Like no one really chats west to the bond like that. Like and you're chatting west with your T Rex arms. Let's chill oh, for a minute. Man. Desmond Bainey boy, <laughs> let's relax. Like, yeah. just chill. Don't follow what Dylan Brooks is doing. He went to a Christian school as well, Desmond Bain, by the way. That's what I'm saying, man. Read your Bible and chill, man. Like, just relax. It's one of the ones where these guys, first, like, like I said, first of all, listen, you're on M's. Big man, you're on M's. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah, man. What the mandem in the end already said, yeah, he's a ball player, he's cool, like he's calm. So yeah. they've already said, yeah, calm, be yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make you ride out, drive bys, mm. none of that. Just be you, be calm, be your swaggy self, like that, and that's it. Yeah, don't have to be doing all this. What benefit is it you really doing? Like, do you really want to be out of the league? Hmm? You really want to be in bin? Do you really want to really want to do that? You have you and your dad are next door neighbors. Chill and leave it like that, man. Not kill if me, you're next door neighbors with your pops, you're not bad. <laughs> like, like you're 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 a bad boy in terms of putting your family on the map and taking care of them. Yeah, yeah. leave it as that. Yeah. Why do you need to move? There's man in the ends. They have to move because they have to. Is all they know. Mm. It's all they know. They ain't got a choice. Fam, you think if them man had contracts, they'll be in this hood stuff? No, they'll be like, what? I'm going to live my life. Mm. So just chill, man. I think Memphis need to go back to their humble self where they was trying to make a name for themselves in the league where, look, we're young, but we're, we're really trying to, you know, be comp- um, comp- um, competitors in this West. Like, just go through that way, man. Why are you not moving mad? It makes no sense. Just relax. Yeah. Relax. I think a lot of people uh-uh. lost love for relax. them now, it? 100%. Yeah, the thing is, ain't most hated team. You got to cause it on yourself. And I and I was I was stressing again. I, I said it when I first said it as well that they they were becoming the new Phoenix. And now now I can't lie. The redeeming factor of Phoenix is that they have Kevin Durant. Now I can't lie to you. I I, I, I dislike them less than I did. Before. And I think with Phoenix, it was more their post workout videos that were annoying everyone. Yeah. And, and it wasn't. Know, yeah. yeah. I think I think they've had to. Hopefully they don't go back on that bullshit and I think KD Please. will sort that out. Yeah, KD won't he let was that never, He was never doing that. The only time I saw KD ever act like a fool 
was when he went back to OKC and he was playing against Russ. That's the only time I saw KD act out of character yeah. to like who he was. Everyone, everything else was, was normal, innit? Um, I think with, with Memphis, again, you can be, you are the most hated team because you talk the most for a team that's never won anything, innit? That's where people have the issue. And it's, we have to stress that, innit? I don't mind you talking shit when you've just come back from an NBA championship. If Steph decided to go on a mad spree of shit talking and whatnot, what can you say to him, bro? He's defending NBA champ. If Jokic, for some reason, came out of there and started talking all this shit, bro, he's a two-time back-to-back MVP. Same with Giannis as well. Like, if you have accolades, you can back up your talk. But for you to have not won a single thing, apart from playoff series against Minnesota... And you now talking like you're the baddest in town. What, when did this happen? Who co-signed this? It's mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like they have, the confidence gone through the roof because they're thinking we really could have beat Golden State. Jar's injured. We, we waxed you, wax you guys it's without Jar by like 50. I think that sort of gassed them where the last two, because they lost in what, was it six or seven? Six? To the six. Is that like, okay, the last game and a half, we didn't really have our best guy and we still put up a fight but if we was fully healthy I think I think that gassed them where if it was fully healthy we could have taken you guys down and the fact that they were defending chaps and thinking we could have took these guys down no one else could have yeah we're the guys but Jackie relax <laughs> like I'll, I'll be mad real in it and I'm someone that will say what I have to say as much as I gotta say it there is about five to six teams in the west I comfortably believe we'll beat them them in a seven-game series. I'll put the Lakers there. Wow. Fully healthy Lakers. Mm -hmm. I'll put them there. I'll put the Clippers there. Mm -hmm. Mm. I'll put the Nuggets there. Mm -hmm. I'll put the Mavs there. Mm -hmm. I'll put the Suns there. Warriors? And I'll put the Warriors. Mm -hmm. That's seven. That's... Does that sit... I I can't... I'd even put the Pelicans. And the Pelicans. A fully fit... Healthy Pelicans. We're talking seven teams. Out of a 15-team conference. So, so you're not comfy, bro. Yeah. That's like back saying you are the eighth best team in your conference. Like, like the midpoint. The only reason to me you could do better than any of these teams is if they are if they're if they're injured. You are not beating any of these teams if they're all healthy. If they're all healthy, had rhythm of games, and there's an equal level that your full team is against their full team in the playoff, all these teams are beating you. The, so you're not comfy. Yeah. Okay. No, am, I, am I lying? No, I don't, no, I don't think so. It's, I think it's mad. The only thing that's in Memphis's favour in any of those series is that because they're so young and energetic, they can come out and, like, you know, if they start running away with it, they'll run away with it. Yeah. But 100%, I believe, like, all the guys you mentioned have had deeper playoff runs, more experience, you know, they're, they're just, like, more... They've, they've been there before, innit? They're way more well-versed. And then when it comes down to it, I think that's what the playoffs is about, innit? That's it. Who can remain composed in those moments, innit? And I think... You look at a Denver who made a, a conference finals against LA in the bubble. Mm-hmm. You look at a Clippers who made a conference finals. Lakers obviously won the championship. Warriors who won a championship. I think the only team out of all Mavs. those yeah, Mavs. Mavs as well who are just <laughs> in the, the Suns. Finals. It's only Suns the have been in the NBA finals. The only team who hasn't Pelicans. is the Pelicans. That's and it. They face the Suns obviously coming off that um, yeah, yeah, NBA yeah, finals yeah. also yeah, yeah. a season team. So we'll we'll see. And that was up, that was about Zion as well. But yeah, to to wrap. Just, just be humble, man. Literally, be humble, be quiet. I promise you, yeah. If you stop talking as much, people will stop coming at you like that. And I said it before: you're, you're, you're getting the the Lonzo ball treatment when Lavar was talking too much before he came into the league. 
Because now everyone has you circled on their calendars, bro. Mm. You're on the hit list. They've got snipers trained 40 miles back. Ready. On top of roofs, ready for you to come up in the building. They're, they're ready to play against you guys, isn't it? So, yes, you're the most hated, but it's, it's self-inflicted. It's true. I don't think Memphis should talk anymore. Just fix your team, man. Just play your game. That's it, Actually, do what you're good at, man. That's it, man. But just again, just to ice on the cake, I'll say this again. Are you really good in the West? <laughs> 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 That's the title you? of this podcast. Right, is it? Are, Are you, you really, really good? good? Are you really, really from the <laughs> Um, But yeah, uh, other than that, we're going to see how the league plays out of all these trades. Excited to see the rest of the season and the playoffs is going to be amazing. Um, and yeah, man. Uh, other than that, just make sure you follow us across all socials. Uh-huh. Follow the pod on Spotify, Take It to the Rim podcast. As you're listening, press it. Subscribe button on YouTube at Take It to the Rim podcast. Boom. Hit subscribe that. notifications. Yes. Twitter at Take It to the Pod. Instagram, TikTok at Take It to the Rim podcast. Spread out the socials. Get involved. Comment all them things there. Mm-hmm. If you want to jump on the pod. Rob, shout us, feel free. Chairs always open. There's two spaces there. One, two, two of you come sit down and we talk. Just don't come on nonsense, innit? Yeah. <laughs> no bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't do anything. LeBron better be your goat, too. Preferably not, because then we can argue. Yeah, requirements, innit? <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, other than that, keep locking in with us. And just to cement the ending of the pod. Over and out, baby. Pew, 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 pew.